The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. It's John Holmberg here adding beauty to your world with my friends from Creative Environments. Outdoor living is something we have here in Arizona, and we get to enjoy it almost all year round. Your living space doesn't have to end where your house walls end. You have a backyard just begging to become functional and useful. My designer at Creative Environments, Danielle, came to my house and created an outdoor space for me that is basically now square footage for my home, and I'm so happy I had them reimagine this portion of my property. I have them working on another project too. I spend a ton of time by my pool in the summer. It's a great pool, but the area around it seems to be just a bunch of wasted space. Danielle at the team at Creative Environments, they're drawing something up for me now. And the cool part is when they show it to me, it's going to be a 3D video. So it's going to basically look like it's finished before they even start. Leaves nothing to the imagination. You'll know exactly what you're getting right there. They are top shelf in every aspect, design, construction, even maintenance. All you have to do is give them a look-see. CreativeEnvironments.com. We live in paradise. Build the backyard of your dreams. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, Brett Fesley, Big Dick Toledo. This is the morning sickness. And off we go for yet another uh, freezing, just nasty-ass, gross, cold, miserable. But we'll get over it kind of day. Holy crap. It's awful outside. We are, uh, you're, a, you're an Arizonan. You're a Phoenician. When after the third or fourth one of these, you're like, all right, that's enough. Like, we think it's cute for a minute. Like, it's adorable to have, uh, you know, kittens at your doorstep. You're like, oh, that's cute. And then, all right, they're still there. All right, all right. The cats have to go. It's time to, it's time to be normal again. Let's, this weather's awful. No more. Bring me the uh, spring that I enjoy and then the misery of summer and I can live with that. I don't have to slop through this or got the broom last night because the patio was flooded. It was a lot of rain. And then everything's closed. If you want to go north and play, you can't because they closed all the roads again. It's just, it's knock it off, weather. Knock it off. <laughs> I'm fascinated now, too. I'm, I'm on this weather thing. I don't know if it's an old man thing now, but it's, I'm fascinated by, I think I'm joining in with the people who just have, you know, always try to keep a middle ground on stuff and go, no, wait a minute. Don't go crazy. But just for fun, I went back as the internet remembers. And I said, what was that, uh, they, they had studies they always do in like October of like, what's this winter going to look like for uh, the the nation? La Nina. I remember they kept saying La Nina oh, back yeah. in like oh, September yeah, yeah. and October. We got a La Nina coming. And uh, October 20th, 2022, Brady, I went and found this article yesterday. The uh, 
NOAA, which is the, uh, the all the, the big giant weather outlook place. I don't know, the Climate Prediction Center. Now, these are this, the National Weather Service uses the NOAA for everything. Everything is in uh, October, end of October, they said, oof, dry winter for the Southwest. That's pretty much coming. La Nina, you're gonna, it's gonna, the drought's going to worsen and really hot temperatures for the, the winter and all the way through into March. Nothing but heat. It says uh, forecasters in collaboration with the National Integrated Drought Information System continue to monitor the extremes of drought that are going to happen to the western uh, United States since late 2020. Uh, This winter will show no relief. Now, these are the same people that are telling us what's going to happen in 10 or 15 years if we keep it up. At this pace. What's going to happen at this pace. They didn't get February right in October. They didn't get November right in October. And now I'm just kind of out. I understand it's science. You can move stuff. But if you're that wrong, we can't pin our hopes and dreams on you guys telling us this is what it looks like in the future. Nothing can change it. You have to. I don't know. You're you're 100% incorrect on the last four months, and you're trying to convince me what the next 25 years are going to be like. I'm not a big fan of uh, of questioning all that stuff because I'm like, all right, these guys evidently know what they're doing. But we should go back and scrutinize when they're really wrong. It's kind of like the NFL pregame shows, you know, and that horrible Cynthia Freeland who goes on with her prognostications and her numbers and her, I see this guy's going to have two touch. It's all for fantasy football. But I went back and monitored her. She's like wrong all the time. Like, how does she have a job? Just every time she's like, oh, the Giants are going to lose this one. I see the score about 26 to 17. Uh, this guy will have two touchdowns. Saquon Barkley will have 35. Saquon Barkley goes off for like 180 yards. Uh, they, they, they killed somebody. I'm like, well, where was your model that said, all right, fine, I'll give you one. You didn't, you missed that. Every game one week, she was off. Selling it with confidence. Game. Act like you've been there. That's it. Yep. And then just get a title. We're the NOAA. What is that? NOAA. Organization of uh, AAs. Like Alcoholics Anonymous? What? What is this? We get drunk and we predict the weather and you guys buy it. You set, you lap it up like hungry uh, animals. Uh, yeah, but that's what it was. Warmer than average temperatures expected for uh, southeast Arizona, or southeastern U.S. along with the Atlantic coast. The southwest will experience very, very low snowfall. Uh, winter average conditions are likely in Alaska. That's going to be a normal thing. But the greatest chances for drier than average conditions are California, uh, the Southwest, and the Rockies. That, and that now, was their prediction. That California was our, is eroding. Right. Away. <laughs> now California is too wet. It's a swamp. It's crazy. But then I was looking, and I'm like, when did this happen? Oh, it was October 20th. So they missed this by a mile. As, as far as the drought goes, oh, drought will impact the middle of the lower Mississippi Valley. It's going to get so bad. The Southwest will experience uh, little to no relief from the drought at all. And uh, we're pretty much good at seasonal outlooks. But nobody ever says, hey, I need to talk to Ian Schwartz over there at Channel 3. Accountability. And just say, hey, uh, can we do a, a month's end how'd I do? It's probably pretty easy to predict the weather day to day. So you're saying they should be held responsible like umpires and referees. they got to yes. be graded every every month or so. I didn't think of those guys being their equal. But you're yeah. right. The ones that are we're looking to to go, hey. You're the ones changing all of our cars. You're the ones making it so we have to have uh, that stupid A with a circle around it on all new cars that every time I'm at a stoplight, I think my car just stalled out. It's like, oh, no, it's that awesome feature that protects the environment because weather's so bad. These are all predictions from people who missed October. I get it.
What were they? What were they selling at the time? Predict. Well, that's the that's. What, I mean, we've had movies kind of product. Well, you know, and Al Gore, who had in two thousand five, made millions and millions of dollars, scaring the hell out of us. That in ten ten years time, we're going to have us a huge problem where South Dakota will see temperatures in the hundred and forties. Oh my God! It's an inconvenient truth. It, it couldn't have been a bigger lie. It could have been more wrong. We have ten to fifteen years left. That was eighteen years ago. It's the same. Pretty quiet in the Gore camp yeah. right now. Well, he made another movie a few years ago. Well, we fixed some stuff. If it weren't for all of my efforts, we would have never ever gotten to this eighteen year mark. We were going to die three years ago. I didn't even know he was still alive. He is still alive. Remember, he got oh. the thing about Al Gore that no one paid attention to, except this show right here, was that he was all about the environment and Tipper and I are going to take care of this. Then he got divorced. Then it just went on a pussy raid. He was n- nowhere to be seen. The guy had a young girl with him every time you and saw him. And what happened? The United States became more moist. <laughs> right. He moistened. <laughs> if it wasn't for me just moistening up all that puss, we wouldn't have had the humidity we've got. That'd be lush green fields. Whenever I moisten a youth, that means we get more rain. Yeah. And all this stuff's been garbage. 18 years ago, I was... Uh, Sitting there going, I'm not so sure I buy into his exact timeline, but this is kind of scary. Polar bears floating around on, Gone. You know, they're down in, the polar bears will be in Montana in 2020. That was his thing. They'd be lower than the Canadian border. They'll be down in Montana. Well, they won't find any relief there. They're just going to turn into brown bears. Huh? They're all right. I think we're good. I think we're all right. I think we can, I think what I'm saying is. We can start ignoring it. I think we can start ignoring all these fear tactics with the weather. 20 years from now, this will happen. 15 years, Arizona won't have this or that. Yeah, we will. We're going to be just fine. It's uh, garbage. I think it's all just it's the same as the the recycling thing that I questioned. I think now we're on to the, to the weather people. October, this winter is going to be so dry, you guys are going to have to start collecting water on your own. No, couldn't have, been, couldn't have been more wrong. This might be the most winter I've ever seen in Arizona. I've been here for 40 years. This might be the most wintry winter we've ever had. It's definitely the longest uh, season of hoodies and such. Oh, I'm freezing all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I wake up every morning and go, Jesus Christ. I was going to try something a couple nights ago where I woke up even earlier. I don't know what I was thinking. And tried working out before work like those crazy people that work out before. Like our friend Eric Bryan, who, by the way, happy birthday, Eric Bryan, is, gets up at 430 to go exercise. I, it, just baffle, it doesn't make sense to me. He's uh, doing curls for the oh, girls oh, right he's, now. He's busting out some biceps right now. <laughs> and he's going to put those down, have a granola snack, <laughs> lean on a counter, and then do some more curls. Maybe a calf raise or two. But uh, Eric gets up that early and goes and works out. And I've never understood that. And I'm like, maybe that does something for your day. Like, why crap on the idea because I'm so hateful towards waking up? Why Why not give it a try? So I set my alarm for uh, 3.30. <laughs> and that thing went off, and I'm like, all right, I can do this. I snoozed once, 3.40, 3.39 rolls around. Take the, the blankets off. <laughs> it's freezing. I, I'm not getting out in that. It was cold that's, in my that's house. That's a mini workout right there. It was there. horrible. It was just uh, within three minutes, I was back to sleep in a warm, cozy bed. That's your ice crazy. It was horrible out there. Freezing. Like, I don't like this at all. So it's time we all started ignoring anybody who says they know what the weather is in 11 days. Your limit right now, meteorologists, and I've met meteorologists, quote, unquote, you know, scientists. 
Ian Schwartz, who I think is uh, hilarious. And I, I went to high school with him. I have to remind myself, we had the same high school. I didn't go with him. He was nine years younger than me. But same high school, Dobson High. So I know what his education is. Nobody's coming out of Dobson High School. That Mustang you know. weather report is <laughs> strong. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. He didn't learn it there. And he's a, a bigger goof than I am. Uh, th- we, we've hung out before. And, like, Ian is a complete goof. Like, there's nothing about him that's, like, more knowledgeable about anybody. He knows when it's going to rain tomorrow because he's got a computer that says so. But if I asked Ian, I'm like, what's the winter going to be like? I don't know. Cold? I don't know. It's winter. So it's time we started ignoring these NOAA people. Every time they start telling us way down the road what we're doing wrong, how we no, you don't know. This is the perfect example. This couldn't be. This is the. I've never seen Arizona close one time, let alone three, all the way from uh, Nevada to New Mexico, and we we did it again yesterday. Uh, we keep closing the roads all the way across the state. That's never happened before since I was. I've been here since I was 11. Well, you can close Kingman. Just leave that closed. Yeah, Kingman can stay yeah, closed. Well, they I mean, got a DHL up there. The only problem I've got, yeah. The only problem with Kingman I have is that <laughs> giant DHL plant. Yeah. So a lot of my deliveries are on D- DHL That's trucks. True. That, that could impact. Uh, we don't want to disrupt bit. the production and flow of my deliveries. That's huge. And it's probably Amazon up there, too, because they have that huge warehouse by that DHL little and meth. I mean, well, nothing better than Kingman. Look, we're doing all right with meth. We don't need Kingman. <laughs> That's what that. I'm saying. We're doing all right with meth. But I think I'm. I think I'm now on board. One of those people that'll just when they start talking about climate change and that, I think I'm going to go the other way. I think I'm going to be one of those extremists that's like it's all garbage. I used to try to be reasonable. Well, they have to post no, stuff that happens every now and then. That's pretty good. Like you know, the ozone has healed. Everyone put their Aquanet down. Right, it fixed itself. Just, yeah, but we take credit for it. Yep. Like we think we did it. Well, we killed aerosols and stuff. No, we didn't. I sprayed. I sprayed 70, 80 pounds of aerosol taro scorpion spray just this week. I mean, I just, I'm emptying cans like crazy into the air. No reason. I'm just, I'm shooting it out there in case there's one I can't see. I'm coating stuff with aerosol. I shoot aerosol all over the place. Lysol cans. I, I love that stuff. Aerosol's the best. We changed the regulations on how you can shoot that out so we could cure the ozone. You're going to give the planet a little credit for fixing itself? It's got some healing powers. We might not think. It was Aquanet back in our junior high days and stuff like that. My bathroom, I had to share a bathroom with that sister of mine. And in the 80s, she had hair that was like, wouldn't fit through a door anymore. Those gigantic cans. Oh, like yeah. Two feet tall. Yep. Our walls were sticky. The The counter was sticky. There was no getting around it either. You'd sit down on the toilet after she got ready to go uh, somewhere. The whole room had been fogged. Your it was, it was sticking was, to the it, seat. It was a gas chamber of Aquanet and, and Paul Mitchell. And you'd sit and you'd stick to stuff. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. There's hair stuck to the everything. My hair's falling out like crazy. I didn't know what was going on at the time. I figured it was, <laughs> it's her. But it was, I thought, yeah, I thought it was her hair. Everyone, No, it turned out it was me. I was getting gassed every day. I was, I was in there with the, the Zycron B. It was just floating around the room like, I can't <laughs> get ready to go. Add that on with all the tagging that goes on. I mean, you look at a train. Please. Walls. I mean, the spray paint cans. Yeah. Here, future kids, listen to me. Future, you kids, you, I believe you are the future. I think there's that's an inevitability. It's, Thanks, a, beautiful, it's, it's a beautiful lyric. It's a great it's, prediction. It's also like the easiest prediction ever. I believe that you, we have no other choice but to believe the kids are going to be the future. They're not this generation. Yeah, the next, next generation. One. You kids are out. The new ones, the new ones with help. Uh, don't worry about it. Everything will be fine. Nothing's different today than what was 50, 60 years ago. Just, just more of us. 
Yeah, there's a lot more of us. We, we stop. We, get a vasectomy in your teens and stop making so many people. I think that's that's the real thing. We're dirty. Clean it up, but nothing's different. And I'm going to stop listening to uh, to the scientists of weather who are doomsdayers. Until we get somebody in that group that, because science always has to have a guy who throws in the wrench that goes, not necessarily. Like science's job is to come up with a hypothesis, then question that, then test that, come up with another one, then question that and test that until they get more and more answers. Question everything and hit it and then say, this is what we think right now to the best of our knowledge. This is what we've got. Now we're going to start questioning that. Where, where where can we go wrong with that? Until it just keeps coming up the same, and then you start questioning other ways. They've got it down to a science, but with weather, they just seem to keep throwing out, nah, you don't know. And you, I'm a little bit checked. more, I guess, tolerant of the prediction part of it. What I appreciate is uh, gaining knowledge on, you know, stuff like tornadoes or the yeah. getting a heads up on that. Yeah, those are nice. But even those are uh, You tough. haven't done um, a lot of... Uh, like uh, remodeling or additions to your house. And so until you start doing that, you, you, you'll stop being tolerant of all this stuff because because of these weather knobs, <laughs> all the restrictions and things and things you have to do and you can't do that, that's a new codes yeah. for this. And in California, it's a billion times worse. Uh, you know, Quake-proof. You know, well, beyond quake-proofing, just to get a permit to try to get a solar panel to try to put on, a, it, it takes months. And then you have six or seven inspections, and then you have to make sure that this is right. And if your ground finds anything, you can't, it's crazy. So, yeah, you start getting into that stuff, and you're, you find yourself, oh, we're totally and completely restricted by these idiots who may be wrong. It's precautionary, which I understand also, but that's enough. I'm going to ignore them. I'll take, I'll take my buddy Ian Schwartz's Dobson High School graduation, and then where he probably went to ASU, which is equally as silly as Dobson is. I mean, come on, let's be, let's be honest. You're an ASU graduate. I'm going to throw this at you. I was almost an ASU graduate. <laughs> Please, you've got nothing special in your hands. Brady went to Ohio University. You're a graduate of a college. I'm telling you, it's, there's not a lot that changes from... It doesn't make you better. It's not like you turn into the scarecrow at the end of The Wizard of Oz and start knowing everything. It's My uh, one roommate spent. is a weatherman up in Lafayette, Indiana. He's been doing it for years. In Lafayette, Just Indiana? Been, yeah. He's not one of the dickhead Huge weathermen. market. Yeah, but he's not one of those dickhead weathermen that starts telling you what it's going to be like next year. The farm I don't think so. Out. Yeah, he can, he can shove it. <laughs> if, he's, if, he's one, if you're just doing day-to-day, all the guy is, is they put anybody in there. They didn't like some guy on Channel 3 on the weekends named Steven Sarabia. I was watching weekends, and he was doing weather, and he was a little bit boring, a little bit low-key, I think, was the problem. Next week, they had some girl that was reporting at the... You know, she, had, she was at a carnival a week before talking about kids and cotton candy. You do the weather. Next thing you know, she's, she's a weather expert. No, this is easy. Everybody can do it. So it's cold this morning. I'm your weatherman. Wow. Hey, the rest of What's it going to be like this summer? I don't know. Hot. I'm guessing hot. I've been here for 40 years. If I had to put my money on anything, it's going to be really hot. All right. Yeah. Good and lots of daylight. And there'll be loads of sun. You're going to sunburns, heat, hot. Occasionally... Not, I can't tell you when. June, July, a couple of storms will roll through. Mm. You know, don't have your. Don't, uh, here's my best weather advice: uh, every night in the summer, uh, make sure your umbrellas aren't up. That's about all I can tell you for that. We don't know. Nobody knows. It makes me think about in the '70s when George Carlin did his weather and guy, the hippy dippy. Hippy dippy weatherman. 
Oh, we've been getting warned about how crazy it all is. The drought is not fixed, and I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated with weather people right now. They keep dragging these experts out that sit in rooms all day long and get paid tons of money. You know what I think is, uh, I saw this too, getting paid tons of money is always everybody's goal. I'm starting to think us guys have been shortchanging ourselves a little bit. There was a kid who, just nothing special about him, uh, decided to start like just taking his shirt off, and he went on OnlyFans as a guy. I don't have the, I, I guess it's the ego or arrogance to say people would want to see that. And he's ripped? He, no, no. He took he's all right. He's he's in okay shape, and uh, he went on uh, OnlyFans and he started making thirty nine grand a month, just popping his shirt off. And you know I don't care if gay guys beat off to pictures of me. That's no big deal. So then he started to do that, and then he's like, well, maybe they want to watch me t- toss it around a little bit. Toss it around and get jumped up to about seventy grand a month. Jeez. And I'm like, for doing what, what, what we all we do, do every for day, free all oh. the time. And I started wondering, money what, for nothing. What in my mind <laughs> stops me? from doing that and it's the fact that i personally think no one needs to see this like i think no one would want to watch me do that but i looked at him and i'm like nah, no different he didn't look that much different than me he's all right he's i'm not looking at this guy going well of course women or men want to watch this guy beat off no he's normal brady you do it why not what's stopping you why not put it for making there? 40 grand a month people want to watch you roll around with yourself what are we doing I always thought it was because women have convinced us that they don't want to see that. But for forty grand a month, I don't care who's on the other side. That seems great. And uh, some sort of moral thing, like you think your daughter would find it. Yeah. Oh, well. Big deal. Hmm. If she stays on it, then she's the weirdo, not you. Like, the problem would be her looking at it, not you doing it. And there's other, yeah, there's all sorts of other moral Issues See, and here's the other moral issue that comes to that. I don't think there is if you're just beating off in your room. The people say, what if my mom and dad see it? Well, then your mom and dad are on OnlyFans, so they're seeing it anyway. <laughs> it's you that you're worried about. You. I, I, I think maybe that's something. And I don't think, you know, most of the time, all, the parents, I mean, that used to be back in the day, like, oh, doing Playboy for a girl. Right. Like, well, what do your parents think about that? Right. Oh, well. You know, the, and it always uh, was creepy when, when they'd show, like, the Playmate of the Year on Entertainment Tonight and stuff. She's one Playmate of the Year. And what did her parents think? They were super supportive. And they'd show the dad, yeah, and it's that's folded open. You're like, oh, it, don't look at it, I'm dad. so proud of my daughter. <laughs> right. Dad should always be like, I don't want to look at it. But that's weird. But if you're, like, the people who are afraid of OnlyFans, like, what if my parents found it? Well, then your parents are, are scamming and looking through OnlyFans all day long, and they stumbled across you. You know, the odds of them finding naked pictures of you are, with all the naked pictures that exist, pretty specific search if they found daughter or son. But 40 grand a month? I don't know. Look, if people I'm want doing to it wrong, apparently. Yeah, me too. If Brett and I stood in a room and beat off together in unison to, like, the, you know, the drums of Navarone, I don't know, like some sort of, <laughs> just stared at each other and did it, and then turned, no friendly fire, Brett, right, no, and no, turned no. away. And we made sixty grand. Sure, we'd feel a little awkward about it with each other. But if I'm if I'm going, man, thirty thousand for you. Yeah, I'll take my thirty thousand. When do you want to beat off with me again? <laughs> and majority I've been doing of people it for free know. for a long time. Because this guy, this guy's making forty k a month. I don't remember no one his in name. the room other than you that you heard about it. Yeah, and plus, if look, let's say Toledo starts doing it, right. And he, and he starts coming in, and he, he sells the Yaris, and he ends up with a Bentley in a few months. You're like, what are you doing different than us? So oh, I've been beating off on OnlyFans. 
We wouldn't be like, oh, you son of a this is. We'd be like, did you hear what Toledo's making all that money? Good doing? for you. We'd yeah. be happy for him. I think the only thing that's ever stopped me is seeing myself doing it, and and what a pathetic sight. That's the biggest filter, right? It's me thinking nobody needs to see this, but once you get past that, start dreaming. People evidently do want to watch just average Joes toss it around. Well, why do you? I say don't know. That? I well, I I think there's more people that like you know this guy's doing it. Why can't I do it? I think there's a. Oh, a lot of people that attempt it in yeah. the average show, it's just not making the cut. But it's worth a so shot. So that would be. Don't you think it's worth a shot to find out? If, this kid started off just by taking his shirt off and standing there taking pictures of himself, like in New York, standing in the road with his shirt off. And it wasn't sexy. He's looking at his phone. He's looking in a mirror, just like everybody else does, and took took a picture of himself. He's not out of shape, but he's not in great shape. I think it goes Oliver away, right? Uh, takes maybe a little time if you're a failure on OnlyFans. I don't. But who cares? I know that's hard, you but know? I'm saying it's tough at first because, you know, oh, it's girls an ego that head. try to do it. Exactly. Sure. It's an ego head. And I've, yeah. I've actually chatted with a we girl. We know some failures. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, in this building, <laughs> I talked to a girl, not that one, a different one. Uh, and uh, she was, that was her plan. Like she was quitting her job. She's not going to be a cocktail waitress anymore. And she's going to go on OnlyFans and start, you know, humping pillows and stuff. Didn't and, work? Uh, no. That last time we saw, she was on. Uh, one of those uh, begging websites asking for birthday money, which is hilarious. <laughs> it's harder for a woman, I think, because there's so many pretty women doing it. So, like, average women can't. Some average girl can't go on and just start fiddling around. And But you're saying there's maybe a bigger market for the baiting crowd. I don't know. It must be. I've taken my... 40K a month. Look, something inside of me, I think pride may be a little bit of uh, self-awareness has already uh, dismissed me from that uh, arena. Like, I just don't think that's a thing. Nobody needs to see this. But evidently, there's, you know, even if it's ten grand, that's pretty good. It's good side money. That's 120 grand a year of just beating off. And I'm wow. doing that for free so often. I just need to dress it up a little bit, you know? Maybe just a bow tie or a glass of champagne on the... I don't know, something nice to treat myself a little bit better. Give it a shot. I've been discrediting... And I guarantee I'm as good at it. You've been working out, am, you know. Sure, yeah. This, I'm this not looking be, terrible right be now. The, uh, the prime time to try it, I guess. I'm sure many gays would want to see. Dude. Well, ask Troy and Michael; they'll, they'll tell you. you know, they'll tell me the truth, though, yeah. and then it'll make me feel terrible. I think. I think at the uh, the anonymous, you could have them neighbor. as a little mini focus group. Send them over some stuff. Let them preview it. Fifty and still doing it. You know, I mean, that would be what I'd call it. Yeah, I still do it. I'm 50. Watch this. And, you know, and then have one set up where, uh-oh, somebody's here. And you have to mad scramble it back together. And it's like, ooh, who was it? And then the thing clicks off. And then it's like a soap opera next time. Like, we almost got caught last time, guys. And then just start tossing them. Hey, my friend Brett's here today. He's going to sit on the other end of the bed, and we're going to race. That would be a great OnlyFans. So it's like getting it's like the Pornhub videos where they get stuck in the dryer and all that right. kind of stuff. And I just thought of a great one, if you guys are in. The morning sickness beat race. Adults Pellucci? <laughs> no, no, this Pellucci takes it a different level because you're taking it to gross. I'm just saying two guys standing in the OnlyFans just giggling and laughing and tugging away. And then we race. We time it. You could even do it at your house and I could do it on mine. Split screen it. Oh, we can zoom it. Yeah, three, two, one. We don't have to be in the same room. Hey, 20 grand a month, I'm in. Exactly. Yeah, we start, this would be fun.
Maybe a FanDuel category later on. It's like, Brett's like never lost. He's Finally getting paid to 80, do the thing I love. 81 <laughs> seconds. Exactly. They say, if you uh, had all the money in the world, what would you do with your time? That's it. And then, the, and the, But the next thing in that experiment is always, well, that's the job you should have. My first thought. Do what you love. When the high school guidance counselor <laughs> said, if you had millions and millions of dollars, what would you do with your time? I'm like, I would probably just jerk it most of the day. And then his next line was supposed to be, well, then that's the job you should pursue. Because that's your true passion. If I could get paid. Yeah, if I could get paid to beat it. But I never thought anyone wanted to see it. I still don't. Like, in my head, it just doesn't pass that test. Now, with the, uh, you, you could have, uh, you know, the 50-plus crowd, the silver beaters section. <laughs> there you go. I like that. Silver beaters is interesting to silvers. <laughs> yeah. Like age-appropriate uh, OnlyFans. Yes. Adults only fans. I like that. And it's just, you know, 55-plus community of people just whacking off. The village is huge. <laughs> the problem is this this kid, Oliver, that was doing it, he's like, so now I got my girlfriend, of course, she broke up with me because I got it. And he's stepping it up and he's taking on random strangers and just starting to pound them. And he's making a lot more now because he's got a following. But the Silver Beaters isn't bad. Like uh, the website's available, too. So Only fans or Silver no, Beaters? Silver Beaters. Brady, I don't know what we're... Like, you can be the CEO of it if you want. <laughs> you would never do it. Like Neil, Neil Clark Warren? Uh, who? Oh, the, the guy, guy from, from uh, uh, yeah. Match or whatever. A little different. <laughs> but yeah. But the commercials, sure Hi. enough. You could be the face of it and never have done it. Like Jack Horner in Boogie Nights. <laughs> you're running the porn shop, but you're not in them. Would you be interested in that position? Yes, yeah. You would take that job? If Brett and I race whacking... <laughs> And you'd come home and tell your daughter. Tough day at work today. Got a little messy. <laughs> Janitor didn't show up, so I had to do a lot of mopping. Ah. Yeah. I never thought that was a market. I didn't think that was a thing, but some kids, 40 grand a month speaks to me. Uh, Barb has an idea for the show name. Three, guy, three Guys in a Cuck. <laughs> three Guys in a Cuck is the best. We're changing the name of this show to Three Guys in a Cuck. Oh. Yeah, so I just looked at that. I'm like, forty grand a month. That's not for like nothing. Got to have your uh, race name. We got Gabagool Andretti <laughs> and some Swedish. Uh... Doesn't matter, but it's, uh, Eric the Viking. I don't know what you could call me. Something stupid. <laughs> the big Swede. Yeah, Bl- Blood Eagle. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I, I just don't think it's interesting. I don't think anybody's ever. I've never been in my mind. That, no one's ever said that to me. I've never had uh, uh, anyone I've been with look and go, man, you could make a lot of money doing that. Nobody who's, you know, and I've had, like, you know, girls get, like, that you're with like that, you know? You start tugging it. I've always told Brady, just start tugging it. And Ronnie will be like, I can't resist. Maybe. I don't know. But you've never done it. You just won't start jerking it in front of her. I've done that before. And the next thing you know, you're in a, you're in a, you're, somebody's riding the merry-go-round. They love that stuff. And I should have taken that cue. Like, it was irresistible. <laughs> Just like Oliver, the kid who took his shirt off and went on OnlyFans. He goes, what do you guys think? You can beat off to this? And they did. <laughs> to the tune of 40 grand a month. For 40 grand a month, I'll beat off and I'll beat someone else off, too. <laughs> I know. I, I started thinking the same thing. I'm like, well, how far would I go? It was like, if I... Stuff a thumb up Brett's crack and then just start going like, look, it's my friend Brett. 40 G's. I'm in. 40 grand, you grin and bear it. No problem. I'm with you. We should consider this, Brett. 
And just have Brett. All right. All right. Here we go. Right, don't say anything. <laughs> I've seen the guys wang. All right, Brett. That's enough. <laughs> so think about it. If you're struggling, if you're between jobs, if you don't like your job now, give it a run. If it pans out, you start making some cake. If it doesn't, eh, you, you weren't doing it anyway. You found out. You find out. It, uh, yeah. Why, why live not knowing? Give What's it a try. What's the uh, trial period? 30, 90 days? I think if you don't start seeing some results in about 45 days, if you don't start seeing a few fans, you know, a couple of the, you have to hear that bing, 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 pretty often in 45 days, even if it's just like one dude, like John Brubaker, who's always on our, if he's not on your site by, uh, that's what I want to know is your, your guy is an Oliver, who's yeah. got me 40K a month. Yeah. How long did it, you know, was he doing he's it for young. two years? No. He quit a good job too. I can't remember what his job was, but I was—I never thought I was that was curious. A, what that transition period was, where like I can now quit my job. Yeah, there's a market for it. I don't know. Yeah, he quit his job because he assumed this will sustain itself for a while yeah. at least. I don't know. Brett, you try it out for a little while until get back to us on the couch. forty G's, man. Yeah. Well, I don't man. know if you're going to get that right away. There's going to be a couple of dry weeks, you know, where you're just beating off for no reason. It feels like you're, oh, doing, it's it. Never you're doing it for nothing. I know. <laughs> but how is that different than what you're doing anyway? That's true. Yeah. So you end up with no fans. It's a little bit of an ego shot, but I knew that kind of going in. That was the risk. I mean, it would be so fun to have that first person just tuning in. <laughs> just some guy's like, my name's Kevin, and I just, am I the only one? Yeah, Kevin, I'll do it anyway. Here you go. Bling! <laughs> Thanks a lot. You make like eight dollars. On our uh, way. Are you gonna do this again tomorrow? Yeah, Kevin, I'll be back tomorrow. Okay. I want to tell a couple of friends. Thanks, bling, Kevin. Bling, 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 bling. I brought Tom and Tom and my friend Casey's here. You don't mind if they watch. No, that's why I'm here. So bling 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 bling. Right. He's pretty good at that. I don't know. It's a thing. It's an option. And why limit it to just this new generation of weirdos? Why can't we do it? We're the ones who, we invented perversion, my generation, I'm pretty sure, because we started in with all the camera porn and all that. If it wasn't for our generation, you guys wouldn't have all the things you have. We invented it so you guys could make all the money? That's silly. Meanwhile, everybody's worried about weather. Screw that. Stay inside. Get an OnlyFans page. In fact, if I were president, I'd demand everyone had an OnlyFans page. You imagine the commerce if everybody had one just peek in on your neighbors as much as we love peeking in on facebook and instagram the peeping tom angle of only fans forget it what the lasers are doing yeah. right now. Well, you would watch them wouldn't you I mean, the lasers started to have a a roll around you'd be like oh well look at that bling, 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 bling. what's up neighbor i don't even need to do i'm just gonna appear in the windows you'd make it mandatory yeah it would be mandatory you <laughs> have to check. have it. yeah <laughs> revenue stream man Come on. Get Literally. on there. Get on there. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Oliver, the kid who took his shirt off and started making 40 grand a month. Average looking kid. And I look at what's sexy nowadays. Harry Styles? Really? That's a low bar for hottest guy on the planet. He's tiny. This is easy. And it's not all about huge hogs. It's about very, I don't know. It's just a thing that's on my mind. There's nothing to do when it rains. I watch a lot of internet and YouTube stuff and leads me down these paths. Nothing you can do. Uh, give us a wake-up song in this nasty, rainy day. 585-9800. A good one. And we'll start talking about Kevin Durant, too. And then we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up!
Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. You. I like it. Well done. Thank you, Alliance. We're here in the Morning Sickness getting emails like crazy from, uh, it does, and it becomes this tribal thing. All I got to do is talk about the, who was Mike Broomhead text in and said the National Oceanographic Oceanographers Association of, I don't know what it was. Administration. The NOAA. And all I'm saying, before I get into these, uh, Jason Llewellyn, who's very funny, he emails me a lot. He says, you sound like a lunatic uh, with the conspiracy junk the last two days. For someone who doesn't use social media, you talk about the trends and certain topics on social media. Guess you use social media but hide under a fake name. I get it. It's worse than a cocaine or heroin addiction. And you've fallen down a rabbit hole in Trump's social network or something like that. No, <laughs> I just read a lot of news. And the news turns into social media, which turns into tribal politics. I'm not saying it's political. I'm saying a group that, that, is, that is that wrong with something. That they miss that badly and then still have the nerve to say, here's what's going to happen next, is the same as when that lunatic guy says the Earth's uh, religious nut, October 12th, the world's coming to an end. And we all sit back and roll our eyes. And on October 13th, we begin to scrutinize him to no end and he'll never have credibility again. Why do, why do we allow credibility to people who swing and miss so badly in their field of expertise? Why do we go, all right, still listen to him? That's that's like because like I hate religion, but religion does it all the time. Makes these wacky predictions, end of times nonsense, all this crap, and we dismiss it immediately when one of them stands up and goes, "On October twelfth, it will all come. The four horsemen will ride in." Like, all right, we'll talk to you on October thirteenth, nutbag. And then that dude never gets another day to scream anything out without being a nutbag. Like you're immediately. Why is it that certain organizations get away with it? It's a it's an interesting query is all I'm saying. Why why are we? It's, why I don't is know it? If it's getting away. It's just it, it'll get reported. But why is it it'll social media covered. conspiracy to say wow they were really wrong when they were really wrong? Why isn't it just the facts? Why isn't it? That's what we're all seeking. Like the normal, like man, they missed that by a mile. It doesn't mean you should dismiss everything they say from here on no, out. No, because of they, salt. they probably could turn around and say, yeah, sure, we've got this part of it wrong, but here's what we got correct. Well, so you just don't know. That's what all people who are wildly wrong and can't confront yeah. being wrong do. And when somebody's wrong, they go, yeah, well, maybe, but I did this right. It's the same thing when you're in an argument with your wife and she says something that you know you're wrong. She's gotcha, and you turn and say, yeah, but you, now you're just fighting to be right. You're not fighting to actually resolve anything. Yeah. You're, you're fighting to scream back, well, you do things wrong, too. It's like, well, that's not what we're arguing about, is it? Um, um. That's a desperate, you know, and then the worst person in the world is the one who just starts screaming F you at the end of the, because they don't have anything. Once you start screaming, go F yourself to the person you're arguing with, they won. It's a fact been my problem. Is that what you do? Oh, yeah. You do that in a fight? <laughs> nah, f*** you, Medea. <laughs> Go make me a pot. But she tells me the same thing, too. Yeah, well, you're Italian. That's different. I don't know how it works for Italians. <laughs> but yes, I actually do know how it works for Italians, and evidently it works. 
But I, you know, and Jason may be goofing with me and whatever because he's got. We've gone back and forth on emails forever, and he's a smart guy. But it's not always conspiracy to go. Did you notice that the NOAA is is wrong an awful lot, and we put a lot of credibility and money into that? Maybe it is conspiratorial, but maybe it's also time to be conspiratorial on certain things. When you're like, man, did you miss that one? Then you probably got funded heavily for that prediction. It's like, um, you know, a stockbroker or financial. It just takes one big hit. They they got right. Well, that's true. Because yeah. there's other people, you know, in the weather that are like, hey, I called it right. right. Well, psychics. And then they line up yeah. and the money starts. Psychics are immediately dismissed as lunatics. But when they get one right, they get TV tours. They get other to, people go to them. Oh, yeah, the police use them. You know, like the, we've. Well, I don't know what we're going to do next. So we turn to a psychic. I mean, like there's. You get a couple right or close, and suddenly there is credibility. So I mean, but they should. If if psychics who are like, I only predict where dogs are, I only predict where lost pets are. If they focused in on an expertise area, the way that the National Ocean and uh, you know Air Oceanic Atmospheric Who gives a administration N O double A, they're focused on one singular thing, and they miss. Like if I to, like, you know if I told you I'm an expert on. The NBA. I mean, I'm a total expert on the NBA. And then told you that, you know, uh, LeBron James was going to score 35 points last night. And he wasn't even in the starting lineup. You'd be like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. You wouldn't listen to me. But you're the one who told me to bet that LeBron would go for 35 on a night he didn't even play. And you said you were an expert in the, like, I was trusting your expertise. Well, my expertise is flawed. Yeah. That's all. Call me conspiratorial or whatever. But I don't see it as right wing or left wing as much as I do like, man, did they miss that one? Is it Trump's conspiracy to say the NOAA was really, really wrong? And when you have proof that they were really, really wrong, we're supposed to question why we're talking about it. Imagine the business that you could have started if Kevin Durant did, in fact, get injured yesterday and you right. predicted it with your, your My dream. three dreams. I had your, the, the, the holy trinity of dreams. Would have been, I would have questioned whether dream I have... interpreter. I would have questioned whether I have powers. I was so nervous last night. Like, oh, I hope my dream doesn't come true that Kevin goes down in a heap. What a night. Oh, I, I, text, uh, I text Kevin Ray last night because he was calling the game out in Charlotte with Ann Myers-Drysdale. And I said, man, it's a good thing Ann Myers-Drysdale is there because I'm half-hard and she keeps that thing from going full bloom. <laughs> I'm sure Kevin hides his phone whenever he's he not to, looking. Look, no way. <laughs> <laughs> not answering home again, but I did. I, 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 so many Suns fans text me last night. Oh, I'm half hard. Oh, I'm some, this is amazing. Doug had the Hopkins calls me up, and there's a. I'm like, where are you? Like a sports bar at the where are you at the Moose or something? And he goes, No, I'm at my house. He goes, Like 20 people came over. It was like a Cardinals game. Everybody was. I'm like, This is this is the most excited the city's been in you forever. And it was great. And did uh, the the. The Reaper did not disappoint. He went in there all long and gangly like the aliens from Close Encounters and puts up 20, 23 points, I think, yeah. in 27 minutes. A couple of blocks, a couple of crew. Just smooth as silk, looking sharp as ever. And everybody had a little, ah. All right. Our hope has reason. And I, especially with my fingers crossed, going, oh, man, I hope I don't have special powers. That's all I was worried about. If you did, we'd be on a JSX oh, flight right now in Vegas. No, we wouldn't, because I, I can't use it for good after I've used it for such terrible things. I would, I would, I would have to get into my pool of goop and become a precog from that Tom <laughs> Cruise movie. Yeah, it was great though. He looked great. It was fun. No conspiracy there. 
And it was just a beautiful thing to watch. The Suns are a and that was and it was great because day one they all looked like they were kind of like this is going to be fun. Like you can see a little communication problem here and there. Everybody makes a run. The Hornets had a little run. They got within six, but they led wire to wire against the team they should have beat, and they beat them. It was never in question. The one thing I think that might start happening with the Suns is against bad teams when they get a little flow going. Game's going to be boring. They're so smooth, and it, like Kevin Durant is so smooth. Tom Chambers said it last night. He's like, it's the best scorer I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen a guy score so easily and so uh, in every facet: three pointer, driving, yeah, rebounding, turnaround, post up. You know, mid range. His mid range. I didn't realize this. Suns have three of the top four mid range shooting percentage shooting guys in the league right now with Book, Paul, and and Durant. They are going to be a tough out, and it is just oh my tummy gets all tingly. I've invested my brain into this team again, like I used to in the '90s. I used to be a ridiculous basketball fan. And then the strike in 98 screwed me up for some reason. I started, and again, what I always say, the reason my idea for a podcast is all your heroes are assholes. I got to meet the Phoenix Suns, my first job in radio, for the most part. That was uh, day-to-day, was covering the Suns. And getting to know those guys was no fun. The 1997-96 Phoenix Suns were a group of dicks. <laughs> they Jesus. were not. Well, and, and Especially in the locker Here's room. the thing, though. It took me a while to learn this. So, oh, there's a group of dicks in that locker room. So is the media. And I didn't realize. That's what I think is the uh, They were dicks. The worst part of because it. Because the media are, they hated those guys. And it's and whenever you're in a locker room as a member of the media, you know what it feels like to be the least popular kid in your high school hanging out where the jocks are. Because that's exactly how it felt. This like, oh, here come the nerds with their tape recorders and their microphones. They're out to get me. And yeah, and they guys. And yeah, and they are. They're experts. They know this game more than we do. They can, and they write mean stuff about certain guys. After and they're like, you could. The bitterness in the room was palpable. And it was a, it was an odd time. That was when the Robert Ory Sam Cassell trade happened and. That team was hated each other. I think they got off to like an 0-12, 0-13 start, got Paul Westfall fired. It was bad in there. And I was standing in that locker room, and that's when I saw Sam Cassell's gigantic ceiling fan of a dick come out and start screaming at the team. I'm the only mother about what's going on out there. You don't care. I got my junk hanging out all over, and I don't care who sees it. Hey, man, listen to that elephant. Any of you mother want to try out there? Anybody want to give a what is going on? And how big is that guy's dick? That's the biggest thing I've ever seen. He's only six feet tall. They called Sam Cassell the alien as his nickname. You think because of his face? Uh-uh. I've seen why they call him the alien. That thing was huge. Like one of those giant eye arms. and uh, it, I don't know. It had elbows and like knuckles. War of the Worlds. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it came out and yeah. had an eye at the end of it. <laughs> State your name and purpose. Like, ah, it's a dick. <laughs> huge and then like within two days of that fight everybody got traded again and the team was i think they ended up 500 that year they were it was a disaster in that locker room but they hated the, they hate and so that basketball kind of went away from me for a few years because i had to sit in that locker room like i don't think i like these guys anymore so i stopped being a suns fan and then i got away from it and i realized oh media and and professional Sarver didn't help much well, he showed up and just wrecked everything. But I mean, you know, I I start I was never back into it like I am again now. I admit it. It's 
That bubble during COVID made me love basketball again. And then just so happened the boys down the street started to become likable and fun again. But that Kevin Durant, oh, oh, I'd only fans with him. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 50 grand a month, man. You how much money do you think you make if you're like, I'm going to jerk off with Kevin Durant in the room? And he just sits there going, this is crazy, man. I'm like, I know. Don't look at me. Look away. It's true. Well, you don't want to. You don't want to do that with uh, Sam Cassell in the same room. No, cause... you do not. I'm telling you right you don't now. Have to be in the same room. I've not seen <laughs> Kevin Durant with his pants down, and I know he's six feet eleven inches tall and a whole bunch of slender. So that thing's probably got some look to it. I would, having seen Sam Cassell's, take my chances that there isn't another one like that. And uh, like, who do you want naked in a room with you to make you feel like better? I'd be like, I'll try Kevin Durant. I know Sam Cassell's thing, and there's no way there's two of those in the same room. That It was blacked.com would pull their pants up if <laughs> Sam Cassell was around going, okay, well, this is embarrassing, that guy's. It was Coke can thick. It would it would have killed an infant. It, if it hit anybody under the age of five, there's a good chance brain damage would have been involved. That's it where the idea sw- of the Keystone Pipeline came from. <laughs> it was whipping around <laughs> like crazy. And it was making noise. Like he's sitting there talking to you, hear the whoosh, whoosh on each thigh. It's like it's smacking against him. And I'm like, that is, nobody knows what he was saying outside of the cussing. I stand out here with my junk hanging out and I don't care who sees it. Huh? And the next day in the paper, I remember Scott Bordeaux of the East Valley Tribune wrote, uh, after an interesting tirade from Sam Cassell in the locker room. Interesting. <laughs> I know why you say that. Is that a human man? Am I a human man? It made you question everything about yourself. Sam Cassell said it sounded like just a wet towel smacking up against marble, hitting hitting his legs and tummy. It bounced up into his tummy a couple of times. He was so angry. And there I was with my little microphone that said 1015 The Zone on it. And a, like a Walkman-style tape recorder. Call that a microphone? <laughs> with, with, an eight, with an eight feet of that, and I still felt like I was in the danger zone. And the entire... No, oh, it was horrifying. Beef tenderloin hits the marble slab. <laughs> 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 then I heard later, we played basketball with... Uh, or we played golf that time with Greg Ostertag, and he told us about Jacques Vaughn's nickname, <laughs> The Anteater. I was like, why is that? And he goes, because when he sat in his stool to put his shoes on, his dick touched the ground. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, you can pick up bugs with that thing? <laughs> so maybe there's more of that. Like, all your heroes are assholes also has to do with they make you feel, like, terrible. Like, you don't feel good about you in the end at all. So getting back on the Suns bandwagon has been, like, it feels great because it's an investment back into what I used to feel before my love for the game and the, and the players was ruined. Because I don't know any of these guys, and I I know better than to meet any of them. I've had chances, too, like, Hanging out with Kevin Ray. He's like, you want to come down and meet the guys? I'm like, nope. I want to go in the locker room. And I do not want to go in that locker room for a myriad of reasons. But one of them is to never meet these people. Ever. Uh, when I saw Najee Harris over at that NFL thing, I kept it brief. I sure I could have gone over and go, oh, that catch against the Ravens. And Kenny broke out of that. That was an awesome game last second. Phil, what, what were you? Th- I could have gone on. A whole, uh-uh. I say, hey, it's nice to see you, man. Keep it up. Stay safe. Be a legend. And I walked away. And he came to me later. Like, don't bother me, Najee. This is embarrassing for you and me. I don't want to get to know you. You might be horrible. As hard as it was for me to walk away from 
you know, because he's not tainted yet. Double ducks, Najee Harris wandering around there. Asking about Alabama, Nick Saban. Could have asked him about Tom. Could have. Nope. All my curiosities got stomped with the idea that if he said, man, you need to get the f*** out of my face, it would have ruined everything. Dave Kingman did it when I was 10, and I should have learned my lesson then. I was 8. I got flipped off by my hero for the Chicago Cubs, threw a bird in an 8-year-old boy's face. I should have known then. But that's why I'll never know them. They are what I want them to be. The fourth wall will never come down. Ever. But it sure was fun to watch. Man, oh, did you watch it? No. Oh, it was fun to watch, Brady. You're missing out. You got to get on board this thing. You're too busy watching 14-year-old girls play basketball, which is a... Tr- I understand why you don't like the game anymore. It makes sense. <laughs> done I, with the basketball. Now it's tennis and football. I think if I was you, I'd be done with basketball for quite a while. Your eyes have seen the worst of it. So trying to watch good basketball has got to be really confusing. Yeah. Kids sports, that'll wreck it. I get it. Did you, do you, neither of you guys watched either? What the hell's going on around here? No, I just followed it online to see oh, so how, how it went. But, uh, so nice. Lots of praise online. Oh, it was just, it was just a relief that A, I wasn't right and his knee didn't explode on the court. And, uh, just it was great. Well, lots of people patting themselves on the back for how right they were about how smooth it was going to be. I, I had no idea. I still don't know. It's just one game, but it looked nice. That's all. It just looked really nice. It was a good first date. And from what I understand, he, he played mostly with bench players when he was in. Yeah, they replaced then, him with Booker a couple of times. And Booker yeah. came in for him. They were only on the floor together a little bit. But yeah, I, mean, I guess that's just, Monty's plan, they're saying. Well, they were limiting his time, too, weren't yeah, they? 25 minutes. Ease him in. He yeah. played for 27, but yeah, they're just, you know, they don't want him to go crazy. He just he hadn't played for months, so get his legs under him. God, it was pretty. I can't wait to the, actually get some real legs under him and see how they perform against quality teams because the Hornets stink. On a five-game win streak, I don't know. They probably play the Rockets twice, and they're, they're, they stink. They have twenty wins. They stink, and they're missing one of their balls. <laughs> a missing ball. Lamelo down I think, a ball. Is it Lamelo ball? One of the balls. So, yeah, is down. he's he broke his he ankle. broke his ankle. So Lamelo's not. It's just a different team. Uh, I got an email from this girl, and she's emailed us a couple of times. I believe she was one that said she never got Sprite and graham crackers in her trips. Oh, man. But she, t- she uh, yeah, no, she says, uh, you're talking about OnlyFans. I do a little bit of OnlyFans. Sometimes it's not even uh, them wanting to see stuff. They pay me to watch them do weird stuff. One guy pays me to watch a video of him peeing in his own mouth. <laughs> I could do that. You want to wow. pay me to watch you do that? Easy peasy. What am I waiting for with OnlyFans? Uh, he wants me to call him bitch boy and just degrade him while he does it. On a Zoom call? I, you know how many times I want to say bitch boy on Zoom calls anyway? This is so I don't easy. have to touch myself and I just watch you drink your own pee? Yeah. And it make fun of you? And then you... I'm built for you this. cut me a check. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. This is, this is what I... I am you completely are. and utterly built to degrade a guy peeing in his mouth for me. I am... I am... This is what... This is what I was put on the planet to do. All right, freaks. I'll watch you piss in your own mouth and say a few choice words. More I don't know if it's HBO or one of them that had that same situation, but it was a girl and she had clients that she basically are uh, ripping on, yeah. doing that same oh, yeah. thing. And she was talking about her business, but she's in the room, like yeah. she's a dominatrix, yeah, stomping on them and whipping them. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, I thought yeah. that, I thought she also had an online part. Maybe I don't know. You're the one who saw it. Yeah, I, it's 
maybe she's just yelling at people online. But this one's better. Like more than a few of our uh, former MILF contestants are uh, oh, on the OnlyFans. Oh yeah. no, you don't have to be positive. I'll show you. Yeah, no, I'm positive of it, and you can show me, but I probably won't be that interested. <laughs> but they're it's you know bringing in a couple of bucks here and there. Absolutely. I could watch a dude pee in his mouth and make fun of him for a few bucks. <laughs> it's, it would be great. We should have a segment on the show. Show us your weird thing. We'll make fun of it. Pay us. Invest We'll promote wisely. your page. It feels like a, a short shelf life. Yeah, yeah. Just you got to be smart uh, just, with your yeah, money. Yeah. Or just keep your regular job and do it on the side until it dries up. That so kid pulling in 40K? Invest wisely. So oh, it's not going to last forever. a lot of forever. years left. Sure, sure. But 40K a month for a little while is a pretty nice run. And hopefully you have enough uh, brain power to sit and go, I need to adapt. Times are changing. This one says, Holmberg Burke Kreischer is a multimillionaire for doing nothing more than taking his shirt off. I pitched the idea to my wife to start doing OnlyFans bikini videos. I showed her how much uh, Catch Me Outside Girl is making. And she even said, I'm hotter than her. I totally agreed. And I said, let's make some money. Get those clothes off. Uh, nope. I might start an OnlyFans page for myself, though. I'm a mechanic. Uh, maybe I do naked mechanic stuff on OnlyFans. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> I lay my pee-pee across a hot exhaust pipe. Might be worth 50 grand. Wrench goes oh. somewhere it's not supposed to. And here's what everybody's feeling. He says, I'm so sick of killing myself for the little money I make. OnlyFans is a golden ticket. And that little sentence right there, Ryan, is how everybody is like, man, I bust my ass. Everybody's deep. And I'm watching some dude pissing in his mouth, pulling in 50K a month. It takes some people like 12 months to get to $50,000 and they come home sweaty and tired. And all this dude did was pee in his mouth. And he's pulling on your annual salary in a month. Oh, come on. Uh, this one says, uh, John, this OnlyFans idea, you know. May not be your cup of tea bag, so to speak, but here's a definitely a market for it. Right. I recommend OnlyFans segment called "Will They, Won't They?" and in it, you have varying levels of water in your toilet bowls, and fans ask you to come by <laughs> and see if your sack will dip into their water. <laughs> you give some details, like it's a cold morning, the bag's a little tighter. Will they? Won't they? And then people bet. You know, I have a little fan, <laughs> and I have my bag out, and I sit down, and I'm like, I'm in the water. I am in the drip. Stand up, prove it. It drips out. Uh, bing, 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 bing. So I just got done, you know, maybe after a hard workout, somebody says, all right, come on by. He says, I don't know about you, John, but I want to see your hound dog ear get in there. <laughs> Guaranteed five grand. Oh, you already got a customer right yeah, there. I, right there, I got somebody interested bing, bing. on whether or not my stuff hits the bottom of your drink. Who knows? But then you got to go to people's houses and stuff. Oh, so that's, that's, there's the know, problem. Yeah. I got to meet people. And that's something I hate. Dipping into foreign toilets. Yeah, and sitting on other people's cans. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I don't trust that at all. Not a bad idea, but who knows? The guy says, you know, I used to think until I listened to you guys this morning that this was all OnlyFans was. This yeah, is, hot girls showing us their boobs. But she used to be, I don't know if she still is or not, an ASU student. Her name's Violet Summers, or at yeah. least her online name is. And so... Two years ago, she had like 10,000 followers. Now she's got a million. She just Holy walks cow. around and pulls up her dress. Ten, takes pictures. Ten or 13 million on Instagram. Is the uh, the horse mouth showing? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Is that what I'm seeing there, that little line? Oh, yeah. Okay, so she just shows us her vagina on the streets of yep. Tempe. And, and then she pulls it down. A million people watch that. Oh, there you go. There's that. 
And then she's added that now. Is that her? It used to just be her doing shots Holy of her smokes. pulling up her. She's she's got some wow. gigantic. She's got Sam Cassell's uh, <laughs> mold in her mouth. But yeah, a guy says, you know, I thought that's all that it was just hot girls. But you're telling me that it's ugly dudes whacking off. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's for everybody. There's no gatekeeper to stop you saying, "Sorry, you're not hot enough for OnlyFans." You can do it if you want. And maybe you aren't giving yourself enough credit. Maybe there's a fetish yeah, for that you. That could you be know? too. Like, I'm out on this girl, even though she's really hot, because the camel toe is the grossest thing in the world to me. Oh, she she loves it. <laughs> I think I'd be gay before I'd like camel toe. Like, I just think camel toe. Oh. I think camel toe there, is chief. so gross. <laughs> I don't know what it is about it. It just it sickens me. It's gross. So, so you'll take crank over camel? I just think oh, I'd think I'd tug a guy. No. I think I'd be more Same. attracted to just a, a raw crank than I would camel toe. <laughs> For some reason, camel toe is a complete turnoff to me. Like it, to me, it screams like it's like it's, a, like it's lo- open luggage. Like it has no hiked up a little much. It has no barrier. It can't stop anything. It just everything gets sucked into the vortex. And then how do you respond to this guy, John? Honestly, I'd rather work all day and come home tired. Yeah, you know that's up to you. <laughs> but you John. could. <laughs> Tie yourself out for yeah. an hour well, in mean, your room and we'll make 40K. I get it. It's not for everybody. It's not for me. But it's it's definitely something that I, you know, I have to reconsider my brain on why I thought I would never be able to do it. It's because, you know, I still have in my head, oh, you have to be incredibly attractive and desired by the masses. And you don't. Another one says, John, you've opened my eyes. I've been saying for years, if there was a market. For dad bod butthole picks, I'd be all over. If it. you are willing to do it, there's a market. There's a market for it, and nobody's stopping Start you. Start the market. You don't have to go meet with an executive. I think you're exactly who we're looking for for our dad bod butthole campaign. You just do it. You're the CEO of your own thing, and if it catches on, you're going to be like, you'll be blown away. If it doesn't, oh well. Apparently, bringing out the inner pimp in a lot of people. John, my wife has the perfect nipples. Yeah. I've been begging her to do this for over a year. I'm tired of working my ass off. Right. Nobody, everybody wants the golden ticket. Everybody's tired of waking up in the morning, driving and getting humped by some dude all day about how wrong you are. And then you go home and go, why, why aren't we going with our strengths? You've got perfect nipples. This isn't going to last forever. Why don't we play to our strengths and try to capitalize on that? And that's what OnlyFans is about. We have a listener. John, for the record, I'm an average 39-year-old white guy. Nothing spectacular. A lot like what you talk about on the show a lot. I have an OnlyFans page where I just rub one out every day and post it. I make an extra $1,200 a month rubbing one out a day. Just an average, Joe? Yep. Throwing 1200 bucks a month? Man, and I do it for free every day. Yeah. What the yeah, hell? That's like a rental Get on it. Yeah, that's like, that's like, that's like having property. <laughs> it's like having a renter. <laughs> <It is. laughs> I mean, you're making, a, you're making a decent amount of money. What is that? Twenty four grand a year? Is that right? Am I doing twelve hundred bucks yeah. a month? No, yeah. he's making uh, eighteen. Eighteen. 000. Well, something. I don't know how it works. I don't know what math is. Actually, fourteen four. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You get four. Yeah, ten. Ten, 10 makes it twelve thousand in yeah. two months. Okay. I don't know how it works. I'm terrible at math. This is why I need to show my dick to people. I'm not. If it came down to math, I'd die. So you get fourteen thousand dollars extra a year. It's, vac- it's a couple of vacations, maybe. Sure. Some of the really nice, nice one, vacations. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what we're waiting for. And again, the wall is down. You don't have to audition. 
You don't have to embarrass yourself knocking on doors trying to get somebody to, can somebody film me do this? Just do it. It's what's happened to the music industry. There's no gatekeeper. It's what happened to entertainment. You just go online. Rico Blaze did it. Do your own shows. Yeah, and he should have been more upfront about it. He would have made more money doing the other thing. <laughs> Officer Blaze tried to hide it and still be a cop. I don't know. I don't think he was hiding it. I think he was. I think there was. I mean, I, there wasn't I talked to someone on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I think people probably deep down knew, but he wasn't I, advertising I think there was someone it. Someone else on the police department were like, Go for it, yeah. man. I think what the guy, you know, that's his deal. But he wasn't pulling some, no, you're not allowed to do that as a cop. You're, you're, he's, you know, he's not pulling people over and handing his card out. Same as being a teacher. You're, a, you're an employee of the state and stuff. You're not allowed to start dicking people for money when you're on the clock, especially. Yeah, that's. Well, that was the big rub, but they're like, we can't have you. Also, big rub. porn star. <laughs> that was the big rub, <laughs> which is also a website he had. Yeah. See, and this person says, I'd rather uh, work. Uh, I love my job too much. The benefits and the people. I couldn't imagine doing another job. Son, Christian rapper Nathan Sutherland. See, you know, and there's some guys out there who found their passion. Well, you got great benefits, you know. Right. I mean, there's a lot to be said. I mean, you probably got medical. You're taken care of in yeah. the facility. And your needs are met. Naps. Colin Kane has an OnlyFans page. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. He shows his stuff off there, doesn't he? I don't yeah. think so. I think he just I think shows he does. His, I thought he did, I think he just but... shows his body. Oh, he does. Yeah, Doesn't I don't I don't think he shows his junk. Scott Nichols says, "Thank you, Cameltoe. I find those photos a huge turnoff as well." Yeah, I don't know what it is about that. I find that to be I, I think it's gross. And I don't know why. Maybe I saw like a relative's camel toe at an early age and it kind of just spun Scarred. me. Scarred. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. There's probably some psychological reason why it just, it, it is so repulsive. To me. It ain't good. It's gross. And a guy just emailed me and said, John, you're right. It snowed uh, at my house this morning. I woke up and it actually had snow. I live in Apache Junction. That's not supposed to happen. He goes, screw you, NOAA. And this is the first time anybody's hearing about it. Call it conspiratorial. I just call it, uh, you know, holding the flames to the feet of the people who scream constantly about right. what we're doing wrong. And then they miss by a mile, and you're like, well, you missed this one. So let's calm down about 2028 and start focusing on what do you think will happen next week? It's actually not conspiracy to just ask for some. Well, it's not conspiracy to go like back that. and find an article that yeah. said, boy, did they swing and miss on this right. one. And they get, and that's my my beef. We're all we're all like everybody goes crazy about oh, where's our money go? And where's the government spends this and spend? That's a government agency. They get funding for that kind of behavior. And like Mike Broom had said, they never get hurricanes right. I remember how funny it was when they had that hurricane shooting up towards Florida, and they're like, all right, one model has it hitting Miami, the other one has it hitting Charleston. <laughs> well, I could do that if you're going to give me that big a window. I can tell you what it. Somewhere between Miami and the Carolinas, I can tell you if the hurricane's going to bump into. You know, everybody in this city has to move out, and it didn't even hit that city. And I understand precaution. If a hurricane's coming towards me in Florida, I don't care what the weather says. I'm I'm wanting out of there. John, I listened to you yesterday, and after today, I am not buying it. Is this a side effect of global warming? Bring it on because there is snow in Phoenix. Right. The Estrella Mountains, you know, the ones you can see from Levine yeah. are snow-capped. It's awesome. <laughs> you guys rock. Bring on Thanks. the drought. Ah, yeah, this drought rules, by the way. It's the <laughs> wettest drought I've ever seen. 
And the better part is, is the uh, uh, the lady that I was talking about yesterday that screamed screamed at that guy for saying, I would have to do this for 30 years for a drought to get better. She's shouting about that. And then the one guy says, well, can you explain? Well, weather phenomenon, if it's day-to-day, it doesn't have anything to do with the environment. It's global temperatures. And then she went on in the same conversation, same breath, to talk about how hot it is in uh, the Midwest in the summer. And he said, I thought we weren't... 70 in Columbus yesterday. Yeah, but the guy even said... Florida is up, you know, temperatures. But that's not unusual. No, And the guy said, he goes, well, I thought you just said you can't do day-to-day temperatures as a gauge. Well, when they're that high... It's like, well, so when it's convenient yeah, to right. you. Next day will be 40 degrees yeah. difference. Yeah, we got to stop arguing about it and just go, what happened to the whole, uh, let's, we need to treat the environment the same way alcoholics treat their lives. Day to day. Try to keep it clean day to day. I'm not a big, you know, believer that uh, humans are doing great things for the planet, but I also think the planet's going to be fine. The weather's and- like a good binge drinker. <laughs> No, well, it just really comes in right it now. Shows it's binging in, throws right now. up all over you, and you're like, "Jesus Christ, weather! What was that?" <laughs> but we treat it day to day, and then we we do the best we can each day, rather than worry about forty years from now or worry about twenty years from now. We sit and go, "All right, let's let's do the best we can today," and then we won't have to worry about twenty years from now. It's like keeping your house clean. If you keep yeah. your house clean, you won't you have, to have to say to in ten or fifteen one. years my house is going to be a disaster. We'll just clean it every day. John, to me, uh, the bigger question that I need answered is why they got it so wrong. Yeah, it's somewhat a science, right? Or it's it supposed is. to be. There should be some easily defined answers. Unpredictable science, so we can't put that much weight in everything they say. And I think shooting out twenty-five year. You know, predictions that's when insane. you can't get February right. You can get models, but, you know, right. that's it. Just know, know that it's a model and it's right. not exact. It's pretty neat what they've got figured out. <laughs> but there's a lot they don't. So, you know, I'm just not buying into this whole – and I'm mainly talking about the drought situation. Like, they're barking and yelling about it. And it's like, can we change the focus into why the drought is not getting fixed with all this water? This past month, everybody's on it because right now it says, John, preach on. I am driving in a blizzard from Tucson to Douglas right now. Yeah. Tucson to Douglas. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's extreme weather. Thanks. We needed it. Right. Anyway. And plus, all those Mexicans freezing out in the desert right now. They're going to be easier to catch. <laughs> Look, it's a triple-edge win for us right now. All those people that thought they'd cross in the good weather picked the worst possible winter to try to become American. They don't want to cross in the summer. That's horrifying. Oh. But now it's blizzards. This is It's better than a wall. Maybe Trump changed the weather. That'll make people happy. I did this. There we go. It's my big weather wall. It's a wall of weather. It's an Oasis song I rewrote. You are my weather wall. (laughs) Step inside that whatever, whatever weather wall. Yeah, I don't don't know what it is, but I'm just tired of every... Like, I guess I'm... I watched a little of The Daily Show last night, and uh, the host, uh, Hassan Minaj... Made a great point, and he's like, "How do they keep? How does each side keep screwing up everything? Mm-hmm. How did it take five minutes for a train derailment that's killing people and fish and all this other stuff and environmental nightmare? How did it take five minutes for each party to go? How do we win this? Mm-hmm. Mm. Exactly. And how do we spin and he, it in yeah, our favor? How do we win a, t- a t- catastrophe? That's become more important than the right. actual right than fixing anything. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's kind of what's going on with the environmental thing. I'm a big believer that we're screwing things up. You're not going to get me off that train, but 
I also think that when we get a break like this, we need to kind of go, all right, cool. This is a good win here. Instead of fighting so hard to be right that our side is that we are going to die from weather-related problems is, is all I'll say. And I won't take a win. Or my team can't take a loss is basically what it is. I've been screaming and yelling at how the environment's crap and the weather's terrible and we're all going to die and the, all this is, you know, the animals are croaking and all. And then you see, well, this isn't exactly going to plan. I need to take this loss. Take the L. Take the L. The drought just, Lake Mead just got good news. I thought that's what we wanted. The Italians did. <laughs> the Italians. There's no water levels going up. We're there good. is no one happier in Barrel the Southwest. Yep. This storm is so much better for environmentalists that want you know all the water back. You got nothing compared to what the Italians are doing. <laughs> See how much it's raining up there in the Sierra Nevadas. We're all right for another ten years, boys. They ain't finding one shoe. <laughs> how deep were they buried, boss? Not very. They've been popping up like mad up there in Vegas. We need some water. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some Italian scientists out there going, we're going to create some snow. <laughs> I don't care how we do it, but we're going to f- create some snow this year. Shoot the, the weather wind. missile. Yeah. We at the NOAA predict a very dry winter. Oh, do you? You know what? F- that. Change that. <laughs> Change it right now. Whatever you need to do, atmospheric pressure boy, push in some water. If Lake Mead gets any lower, your ass is going to be in it. <laughs> yeah, the Italian. This is, this is an Italian winter. This is the greatest. I love it. I, I, you know they what? I should call it. I'm going to go over to the uh, Italian American Center, and I guarantee a bingo night's a little bit more relaxed than oh. it's been in a long time. <laughs> These guys, like, Woo! Woo! I got a bingo. I tell you what, I have not been this comfortable with myself in such a long time. Sambuca's all the way yeah. around. Let's Everybody, go! Come on, light the fires. Bring me a buka. <laughs> The guy comes back to me. We're good. <laughs> I mean, the gabagool tastes better. The sambuca's going down smoother. I just feel like this weight off my shoulders with all this rain. Nobody happier than the Italians. Little, little boots kept popping up out of the top of the water at Lake Mead. God damn it. I, what I want to know is, and hopefully, and hopefully Martin Scorsese lives another 20 years, to do the movie about the teams of Italians that had to go into Lake Mead at night and start pulling out. Relocate. It's actually a great story. It would be a great story because in good, remember in Goodfellas when mm-hmm. they the body they yep. were going to do the construction site they were going to dig up yep. that fresh guy and they had to go get him. Hey, yeah, they got a wing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a leg. I got a leg. <laughs> Hurry up! Mom's making fresh sausage and peppers. <laughs> having the time of their lives digging that guy up. But I bet you that I mean that's a great movie idea to go. All right, we got to go out there. We just and there's a few bodies in there that aren't so old. Oh, and the Sopranos, oh, yeah. they had to move out. them yeah. because oh, yeah, they're yeah. getting close to that, that's, like a relocate. It's what Italians do. But when late, they didn't assume they'd ever have to go, yeah. you know. Who'd have thunk? I never dove before. Put your max gun. <laughs> and they're down in the... There he is. I see his boots. But those little boats that kept popping up and little bodies, nobody ever said like, oh, God. But the mob had to go... And I guarantee you they had one trained deep-sea diver going through Lake Mead oh, yeah. pretty regularly. In that old old diver's yeah. helmet and everything. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I saw De Niro doing this with Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. once. I got it. I can do it. You put the big hat on, you go, you just keep unfurling that line. <laughs> keep uh, pumping yeah. air going. <laughs> what you got that, Eddie? That was a close one. I must have been eight feet under. 
Not anymore. <laughs> All right, put them in a boat. How many more we got? Uh, 1,742 bodies, boss. All right, unfurl the line. <laughs> it would be a great movie. Oh, yeah. Joe Pesci is underwater recovery operation Vinny. His lake means receding every day, just sweat pouring off their well, head. It's like those scenes in the, the, the one board in Super Mario Brothers where you're going under the water, getting the gold coins and stuff, and you're just picking up bodies and stuff. Mario and Luigi screwing around down you there. You have to swim back yeah. up real fast. For, yeah. we got to dress them up like Mario and Luigi. Mario and Luigi in Lake Mead oh, is man. maybe the greatest board of the game. What? <laughs> <laughs> When, yeah, ding, when, ding, ding, when ding, they ding, were ding. swimming, that was the best. <laughs> Little bubbles coming up, and then his face would start to swell. I loved it. Who knew Nintendo could see the future? <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo was predicting what Italians needed to train to do. You know, you guys need to learn to underwater swim here soon. Environmental change is going to make that Lake Mead a nightmare for you. Because you know there's a sloppy one down there. Oh, yeah. You know there's somebody who stapled their card to him. And you know, like they hey, you'll forever him. know when they find me th- this body in 150 years. Well, they didn't realize it was going to be 15 years yeah. later. It's where the barrels came in, and then they'll find bodies wrapped in chains with an Italian horn anchor. <laughs> <lay them down>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you see Joe Pesci on top of a mountain. East winds blow, west winds blow. The <laughs> snow is amazing. Yeah, they're right. Italians are thrilled by it. Right. Anything to pack that land down a little more in the bo- out there in Oracle, Arizona. Anything to add water to Lake Mead. I bet you we got a few here, too. They're, they're uh, good about the lakes, but then the water running in Vegas and stuff and some of the deserts, the droughts, yeah. the creeks that have been dry. Yeah, they don't do creeks. Moving stuff. Lake Mead was made for the Italians. Yeah. I wonder what, 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 you would know, what lake uh, do they use here? This is a, witness, a heavy witness relocation in town. I don't know what you're talking about. Is it Pleasant? Uh, Bartlett? I don't know. You have a, a choice of four, I think. I think we have too much recreation going on. It can't be Lake Pleasant where the Italians dump because one of my neighbors is uh, like the, he's in charge of diving for bodies and people go under. And uh, so he'd find like a bunch of Italian discards on his trips, you know. I wonder if it's the river. I don't know where they put them. No, nah, the river runs too much. The river runs. And it, it dries up too. Yeah, that's true. It moves them. What lake do people not like enjoy? I don't know. Apache Lake's pretty far out. It's far, but in the summertime, it's just a slew of idiots. Well, that, so is can- all of them are Canyon. Well, that's what I'm Saguaro, trying to wonder. Which one? Pleasant, Bartlett, Roosevelt, probably. No, it's the same. So you'd have to go up north, probably, where people don't drown in the lake because they're not playing in the water. You know? Yeah. The Italians avoided that. Lake Mead's a, a risk, but it was so deep. We don't really have one. Powell's a long ways. Powell's too far to yeah. tow a body. It's not worth the risk. Spoken like an Italian. Yeah. You're well, trying I mean, allegedly, that's just what I heard. You're trying to gaslight me on that fact. <laughs> Powell's too, too far, far away. I'm not driving him all the way up there. I feel like OJ now. If I did it. Yeah, that's the thing. That's why the desert's so... Unless you hit Caliche, it's pretty easy to drop one in there. Nobody's walking around in the Oracle Desert outside of Biosphere. Safest place in the world to bury a body is outside Biosphere. Nobody's going there. Anyway, enjoy the drought. It's 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 a swamp. It's over. Yeah, fish and alligators loving the drought this year. John, did you just call for an Italian rain dance? <laughs> I think they can do it. Look, <laughs> I guarantee you. <laughs> when that guy got in the room with the NOAA scientists, and you just heard, look, <laughs> I just saw meads down another eighty-five feet. We need some snow. 
You geniuses, quit telling everybody it's going to be dry and fix it. Or else. And those nerds up there were like inventing clouds and... <laughs> It took a little bit. We tried to get Gilbert Ortega to, to you know, to get the get the dance going I, for us, but it probably, didn't work out. They probably did go out there and bang on some teepees. Oh, is that uh, is that all bull about you guys dancing, making water? Is that a thing? What are you talking about? Our rain dance very uh, spiritual. But does it work? Not really. All right, never mind. How much? All right, Chief Monero, hit yeah. the dance floor. Let's what go. Would it cost for you to Saturday Night Fever your way through a few storms? <laughs> You tell by way, use walk, woman's man, no time talk. It's not working! <laughs> Chief Dancing Tony. Shouldn't they be worried more about erosion if this global warming is true? The desert's going to blow away all the all the cover from these bodies they've That's what I was saying, the washes. Uh, look, there's a lot going on, but nobody's out there. They go <laughs> right. where places nobody plays. If, if there's bodies laying surface out in the desert, nobody will find that Tom Mix memorial that's out there, that nobody's visited that in ages. Other than our guy Michael, who went and made, like, you know, vandalized it. I didn't even visit it. I drove by it twice. You're not pulling over to look at Tom Mix's memorial. You were already chapped because you had to in a hurry. I think, in a hurry. <laughs> I think Italians put boring memorials out there to people you don't remember. Silent movie film star Tom Mix died here. You should take a look. And people drive by going, I'm never going to pull over there. Oh, like, there's it's, where it's it is. More, it's, it's less interesting because there's a memorial there. So then you just put bodies in that creek that Tom Mix shot his Cadillac into. The story's pretty fascinating. Dude just went off the road and fired himself into the into the creek bed that had no water in it and smashed and died. And silent movie star Tom Mix croaked. And they built a little picnic area for you to have a sandwich and think about Tom Mix quietly because that's how he acted. I didn't even know that was a thing until there's we started. We ten made more it. little memorials on that along that highway too. Sure, there's oh the little crosses. Yeah, past people, all of them. People, but but yeah. those aren't for sitting and having a sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> maybe those one are, day. Those, are those don't have there. picnic tables. There's no really uh, hang over on. area. Sorry, you, you son of a bitch. That's a sad family <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, no <laughs> <laughs> That's a sad family thing. I should pull over and have a snack next to these white crosses. That's that would be something you'd you'd gram too. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. So Kirby did a memorial today. Evidently, a drifter wandered onto the street here and got plastered. Family put up a memorial snack center. No, that's not what that is. Look at this white bicycle. Aw. Oh, what he'd wanted is a sandwich. How do you know? A lot more than what he got, that's for sure. Wait a minute, Brady, you're leaving food behind? I <laughs> just didn't nibble. I tip it out for my homies who didn't quite make it out of Oracle. Yeah, there's tons of them, but the Italians have put those things up. Why don't you pull over and take a look at the Tom Mix Memorial? Never. Oh, perfect. <laughs> put the bodies there. Nobody's looking. It's the least interesting memorial in the world. Uh, it's 728. What do you got out there on uh, the drought-stricken uh, musical board? Yeah, with all this drought going on, it's, uh, it's still kind of a bitch to get up north. But if you can make it, Action Ride Shop's a place to be to pick up your skis, your boards, your bindings, and uh, all that other fun stuff. If you can make it up there, then hit the trails because right after a rain, it's always fun. So they got uh, all the gear you're going to need. You can rent a bike. You can buy a bike. And right now, 10% off all hardtails. So cruise on in there. See Josh and the boys over at Gilbert Road and Southern or hit them up, actionrideshop.com. Uh, Mastodon on the list. we got Corn, Deftone, Static X, Megadeth, Dope, 
uh, Smashing Pumpkins. But there's a new Metallica song that they released uh, yesterday. Oh, we got to play that one. I got a, an email from a guy named Josh that said, I'll never forget when I was a kid, my dad took me hiking in the Superstition Mountains. There was a guy in a suit standing right in this area we were hiking by. And we looked at him. And my dad always said, hello. How are you? And the guy says, careful, mine shaft. <laughs> oh, For years, the guy had to wonder, is this where they were? Put? They're putting him in there. Oh, yeah. There's tons of mine shafts yeah. out there from what but I hear. If, you, if I was ever hiking and there's a guy in a suit in the middle of the desert with a toothpick. Careful, kid. Mine shaft. <laughs> what are you doing out here? None of your business. There's a guy I'm in mine that shaft. I'm, 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 the, I'm the state mine inspector. What are you, writing my biography? Keep walking. He had a gold tooth. <laughs> I don't remember hiring you for a game called 10 Questions with a Douche. <laughs> Keep hoofing it. You got some weight to lose, son. Careful, mine shaft. <laughs> I would turn around and run. I'm like, they're burying somebody. I guess you have to act like everything's normal. Any guy that's wearing a suit in the desert standing next to a hole in the ground, I I assume is up to no good. <laughs> the state the mine inspector. You <laughs> voted for him last I'm time. The you know. mine inspector. <laughs> this one's clear. This one's free and clear. He's just standing outside of it. I'm waiting for my co-workers to show up here. We're going to inspect this here mine. You keep moving. That's hilarious. That's a story you can tell forever, because that is definitely... If you can remember where that is... I don't want to know. No, I don't think so either. I don't even know. No need to go back. What's the new Metallica called? If Darkness Had a Sun. Oh. (laughs) Brett. I didn't say anything. Is that really what it's called? (laughs) That is what it's called. All right. If Charlie Murphy had a son. See, look, it's uh, right here. It is. I guess it is. If Darkness had a son. Do you have it to play? Uh, I think Toledo's putting it in. Oh, he's putting it in the whole I think so. Oh, there it is. Okay, that's okay. right in front of us. Sorry. It's uh, If Darkness had a son. Haven't heard it yet. It's out April 14th. They're releasing it now. Uh, slowly bleeding out. their 72 seasons. Uh, 40th anniversary of Metallica Man. this year. 40 years ago, they released uh, To Kill Em All, right? That was the yep, first one. To Kill Em All, yeah. And... Uh, 40 years ago, Metallica started, so their 72 seasons is out now, or is coming out April 14th. And this is If Darkness Had a Son. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, fully erect. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Snowing in Cave Creek right now. Brady and I are supposed to golf today. Eric Bryan's big birthday. Uh, Precision Air and new AC unit, uh, Eric Bryan. We've been trying to golf on Thursdays, make it like a, a man's week yeah. every Thursday. Regular. Is, Eric Texan. We go back and forth a little bit there. I'm like, he's right. This is not a good golf day. But you, we sir, are still last, going. Last uh, Thursday was Oh, it was brutal. Rainy. freezing. This is not good golf weather. Yeah, we can grin and bear it, but it's miserable. I'm going to check it out. You're still, still going to try. But if uh, it rains or anything, out. Yeah. Well, I just looked at the 44 degrees uh, at noon. No, thanks. No, thanks. I'm not standing in that. I used to be a trooper, but I'm not anymore. I'm not that guy. You kids have fun. Report back to me. I'm that guy until after hole number one. I'm not that guy But then you're kind of locked in. It's like, we're here. I might as well swamp around a little bit more. But, so Eric and I are both out. Sorry. Yeah, I left it up to the uh, fourth guy and said, if you want to do it, I'll check it out. I'm in. Wouldn't miss it. I don't know if you want to say who it is. 
but it's pseudo-celebrity status. Is that keeping you from saying no? If it was, if it was me? I kind of want to play today. Yeah, well, yeah. But I, if, I, I if you, if you said you're in, I'm yeah. in. All right. But if I said I was out... Then we, I'm not going to go And solo. we didn't have a celebrity involved. Which no, if anyone okay. else... I'm just worried like, that a like, pseudo is he, a celebrity. Pretty good celebrity. Oh, okay. If he bailed and... Um, one of you two are still playing. I'm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm in. I'm the same. I'm just saying, is it because he's the only one left? No, okay. no, it's not. Because you don't want to blow that. You don't want to burn that bridge to play celebrity golf later. Um, no, it's not really burning the bridge. There's because I don't want you to go out there and catch catch a cold. Because if he wants to continue on, I mean, like I I I have no problems either saying go ahead, yeah, lay away. I'm I'm bailing. Yeah, it's too cold to golf. That's silly sport. It's too cold to go to spring training game. I just got an offer to go do that. I'm like, are you crazy? I'm not sitting in this. And that's kind of when I the was like. The teams get to experience opening day in yeah. some of the places. Well, they have to play in this because they might actually have to right. play in this. Yeah, they get the, paid to play in this. Yeah, we, exactly. We get, we're not paying to go sit in this. I'm not throwing 80 bucks no. at somebody to go, yeah, why don't I just sit in this nonsense and watch guys practice? Yeah, if I'm putting money out, the weather's nice. Damn right. Anyway, good luck, Brady, but I'm out and Eric's out. We're going to go get drunk somewhere else. Nice. <laughs> it's his birthday. We got to do something. We did just get a great text in. Uh oh. Said Brett will appreciate this. Uh oh. This Native American here. This is the best way to get rid of a body and oh. make sure it's not disturbed. Is go sprinkle some Gilbert Ortega pottery all over it, and then it becomes an <laughs> illegal dig. <laughs> genius. I'm gonna have to write that one down. Indian genius. <laughs> I'm wearing my uh, son's tribute to the tribes uh, shirt today, and God damn it, if that didn't pay off, <laughs> you put a little artifact around it, yep. and no one can dig. Illegal dig. But the Brilliant. last thing you want is a bunch of archaeologists slow digging. That would be pressure every day. Right, right. I got to be part of that when they were doing the 101. When I was at MCC, they were building the freeway, the 101, and they uh, poor prick. Somebody report. My dad used to say that all the time. And, I mean, he's retired now, so I don't know. But when you dig and if you find pottery or something, shut the F up. It stops jobs. Right. And my my dad's friend, uh, Jimmy, I think I told you this. They built the Superdome. My dad's company built Superdome back in the day. And Jimmy was the project manager. Jimmy was from DK to Georgia. Jimmy had no problem telling people to go F themselves back in that day or any other day. <laughs> Jimmy was telling me a story once. And I was just a kid. And I'm like, you built the Superdome? Because that was, like, awesome at the time. Like, Superdome was, like, you know, the dome. Oh, yeah. And I'm just a little kid. And he goes, yeah, we built that down super doom. So tell you what we found. So many coffins. We found treasure chests. Found a boat. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, man. There's a boat down there. We was digging up. And one of the boys said, I got to talk about this to somebody. You shut your mouth, son. We got to get this super dome done. <laughs> and they threw away probably so much French history. <laughs> Finding dead bodies and jewels. We found a treasure chest. They ain't got nothing in it, though. I wouldn't be here talking to you. <laughs> go have yourself. Yeah, that was great. You, hey, young man, go f- yourself. One time, Jimmy was my babysitter for a minute, <laughs> and uh, my because well, my dad's. I think my grandpa passed away, and I had to stay at Jimmy and Martha's house. And, and Jimmy's like, "You bored, son?" <laughs> Smoke right in the face. I'm like, "Yeah, let's go down to that uh, park and watch you run around a little bit. Be a boy." Like, All right. <laughs> so he drives me down to a park. I'm in there, I'm, and, you know, kids never wear out, but I'm, like, gassed. I was like, man, I've been out here running around doing stuff on my own for, like, three hours. Kind of dawned on me. I've been out there for a long. He's like, let a kid lose. He just goes nuts. I come back, and Jimmy is out, drunk, gone. 
<laughs> behind the wheel, just <laughs> bottles everywhere. You ready to go now? I'm like, um, sure. Because drunk driving wasn't a thing yet. Not down there. No, not now. Jimmy <laughs> weaved us back like home. That PSA we found. But I, can't I got to go. They can't let me drink. I got to go <laughs> to uh, MCC somehow. Got to be part of the archaeolog- uh, archaeological dig at the 101, and it was like Price and Southern. And they found some pottery, and it was useless. And this teacher was pumped. He was on some ASU board, too. And they got to go dust the dirt. And we got to stand he and shuts watch shuts down him. the operation. That delay had to infuriate. Because you think about it. The workers are on hourly, right? <clears throat> so they're done. And we clogged that thing up. for. I know we were in there. I stayed in that thing for a week. And all I was allowed to do was carry pots of dirt to other places. <laughs> and they found, like chips of a pot fragments and some jackass said i found an artifact grinding shut Shut it down everybody's like great well i guess i gotta live on the streets for a while because carl couldn't shut up brett's people weren't here carl are you sure (laughs) what you found was something from uh the container store that's tupperware (laughs) it's terracotta shut your mouth (laughs) carl 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 i thought you was a worker bee I didn't realize you were an expert in the field of Indian artifacts. I'll but, tear you up. But nothing. Yeah, but is going to be what you are. Only thing showing out of the ground will be your ass, because I'm going to make you a bike rack in a second. If you don't shut the F up, you slow the progress of this freeway here. And then like a month, they had, you know, the ropes and the, you know, Indiana Jones dig going on. I think they found a pot. Uh, just I imagine, nothing. I mean, imagine back when building New York, all the cities. Yeah. Oh. All the dinosaur bones or whatever but that were. Think about it. We're in Arizona. And that freeway, the 101, that you now just uh-huh. casually take for granted, is over an Indian reservation, over what used to be a, a lush, like, uh, riverside farm. You're telling me that that entire stretch of road, we found a pot? Yeah. No way. There was like bodies and villages and houses and all sorts of answers to the past. But didn't the (laughs) tribe recognize the money that they could make? Oh, they knew. They look. Build your freeway. They're in on it too. Yeah. And they're so good with their past, like passing stories down. They don't really find a pot. Exactly. They know it. They knew everything. Probably half of it is just, you know, the murderous materials Whitey used to get rid of them. But, yeah, those poor pricks. That's a good thought, though. Put the Gilbert Ortega gear on top of your dead body oh, hole. So I you're saying do. if I'm in Tombstone and I get me a dime bag of arrowheads, all I got yeah. to do is throw those around and construction stops? <laughs> you could find Wyatt Earp's hat and name tag, <laughs> and you need to shut up. What? Yeah. But if you if you go down there... And throw that onto whatever you're, you know, burying. That's genius. Then archaeologists show up and it takes forever. <laughs> They're never going to find that body. Good idea. Dusting it off. Why does it say made in China on this thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, a slow boat from China brought this <laughs> Just I'd be dressed as an Indian doing that. Oh, I assume that's what we used to do dealings with. My great-great-great-grandfather told me that the Chinese and us would trade a lot. From the Weijiao yeah. dynasty. Just keep dusting. No digging. Mu Chen came over every year. <laughs> Mu Chen. Yeah, Mu Chen. Yeah. <laughs> face. Apple pie face, we called him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great sun and sky face. <laughs> he trade with us many, many plastic wares. They were ahead of their time. <laughs> 
You look awfully white. I'm not white. I am man not dressed as Indian to keep you from digging. <laughs> Is that your name? Yes. Man dressed like Indian to keep you from digging. That's long family yeah. history. Yeah, long history of keep you from digging household. <laughs> you look a little Italian. Indian cry in front of trash Italian, too. <laughs> long history. That's a great one, Indian. Thanks for that uh, suggestion for all of us folks looking to get rid of a body. Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report, and it's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. Uh, Saturday night at Hooters, UFC 285. I think this is the one with Jones and uh, it's the heavyweights, right? Yeah, this is a good fight. I'm not into any of the other fights for UFC outside of the big boys now because there's actual like super fight. although there's a few good ones. For the most part, eight of the fights are just two dudes grappling. Right. I like the big ones. They throw elbows. Uh, it's going to be a fight night, though, at Hooters if you want to go see UFC 285. Hot wings, cold drinks, Hooters girls. Uh, nothing like a fight night over at Hooters. Plus, there's no cover charge, which is the best part. So, head to Hooters to watch UFC on Saturday, and they'll gladly welcome you. Good easy morning enough. from Tucson, it says, yeah, boys. snowing like crazy in Tucson. Look at that. That's a good amount of snow. There you go. Anyway, Brady reported. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Read Across America Day and National Egg McMuffin Day. I don't have that Is that kind the of one time. that had the van, the the like old school bus that would go, drive around and you walk in it and you're supposed to like read? Like the bookmobile? Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I guess it was different then. Read Across read America. Read Across America. You can't participate read, in that, didn't you? can't even read across my living room. <laughs> I don't have the attention span. Couple of baseless fun facts. At least fifty million people around the world now consider themselves to be content creators. See, we were talking about the OnlyFans yep. things. Yep. There's no gatekeeper anymore. Yep. You're, you're everybody's got a job if they want it. Jerking off, creating content all over the floor. With more than ten million people, Los Angeles County has a larger population than thirty nine entire states. Wow. Stay there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's so rapidly becoming my grandfather. He is. <laughs> TikTok is now going to start limiting kids to one hour per day. Kids 12 and under won't be able to keep using it unless a parent or guardian punches in a yeah. code. Teaches them how to lie. Kids 13 right. and up can enter their own code. But they'll still get alerts. I guess what? Kids 12 and under can enter their own code, too. They're going to be smarter than their parents about it. And how does TikTok know? You have to tell them you're 12. Lie. Yeah. Just a hoop they want them to jump through. Well, it's them covering their own ass. CYA, yeah. Yeah. There's no way. It's the same thing as are you 18? Yes. Of course I am. It's the only (laughs) guardian to keep kids away from porn is the button that says, yes, I'm 18. I think Pornhub just gave up on that, too. They're just like... (laughs) It yeah, doesn't matter. I know and you know yeah. that it doesn't matter. Good Here's news for the bunch kids. bunch of wangs. <laughs> I asked Ben down the hall, and he's not interested in the ladies at all, what he thinks of camel toe. And he goes, ugh, it looks like a, a butcher's cut or a wound. <laughs> and I'm like, that's exactly how I feel. So. I don't know. That butcher's cut into Ocean well, the butcher's cut steak, is pretty amazing. The end result is good, but like a hatchet wound. like a. <laughs> it looks like an injury. That's why I don't like camel toe. It's gross. Good news for kids. The Tooth Fairy payouts have hit an all-time high. Delta Dental's 25th annual Tooth Fairy poll just came out. $6.23 per tooth is the average. Way too much. That's up 87 cents from last year. Way too much. 33. Who does that? 
Oh, oh here's a 33 cents. ex-wife yeah. threw 20 in Alex's first tooth. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, man. you set yeah. the bar way too high. He's got 30 more of these left. My dad just gave me whatever change was in his pocket. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes it was like 85 cents. Sometimes it was a quarter. Baskin Robbins just rolled out a new flavor. Chicken and waffles ice cream. Doesn't have uh, actual chicken in it. Then, just chicken flavor. Then, uh, real chunks in chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and KFC is bringing back its double down sandwich. It's been one with, 10 years. That's the one that is chicken no is buns. The, the heart attack, uh, yeah. yeah. It's got chicken patties fried for chicken. sandwiches. Or for bread. It's a 950 calories, which is... It's got to be more than that. That seems light. That is a lie. If Almost a, twice as many as a Big Mac. If a breakfast burrito is 800 calories, and it's about the size of my iPhone down in that bodega we got going on, there's no way two deep-fried chicken breasts over a chicken breast... With bacon with and everything bacon else. With bacon and yeah. mayonnaise and everything else is only 900. That's a 2,000-calorie sandwich. They are lying to you. Or their pieces have just gotten really yeah, small. Yeah, or it's tiny. <laughs> you see the little sausage biscuits down there? Yep. Bacon, They're the size of Oreos. Like 400 yeah, calories. Yeah, 400 each. Whoa. It's 780 for the package, and they're two Oreos of sausage sandwiches. Mm-hmm. There, that, that store we've got in our building now is going to kill everyone. Everyone. <laughs> I'd go down there and eat something, but I don't have, like, the loan application takes forever. <laughs> So expensive. Plus, if you're behind Brady, you just pack it in. Oh, yeah, forget it. He's oh, never yeah, ringing that. Time. Did we post that video of him we trying did. to ring it? Oh, it's awesome. Rapid checkout. And the lady yeah. the lady who's running it, you didn't see her in the video, but if you watch the video on our Instagram or Facebook or whatever, Brady trying to check out of our, we have a little store in our building now, and you do self-checkout. And evidently, you've never done self-checkout at the grocery store. No, yeah, no. no, you if clearly you, have not. You would you would give up the opportunity. I to do talk it all the time, someone. Brady. The lady behind you was reaching for you, and I had to keep pushing her hands down. I'm like, don't help him. If you count how many times, stop. You, if you could see my hand, she's reaching to help <laughs> you, like you were in such peril because you couldn't figure out how to wring yourself out. And then she left, and she goes, "Has he never checked himself out at a grocery store?" <laughs> like, no, he hasn't. He's got people for that. Yeah, I didn't see the scanner. Yeah. You sir, you did not. You didn't yeah. see much that day. <laughs> that was awesome. It's preventing me from going down there. Technology? Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, we don't no, have now, to worry about now I know how easy it is. It's, well, it's plus, we've dangerous. got Anthony coming in this uh, yeah, today. Yeah, he's bringing food today. Oh, we do? Yeah. Yep. Oh, man. Now it's time for some pee-pee poo-poo news. Ah, right. crap. Well, he told me to. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Moving on. Got to do the next one. Uh, we'll get back to that. All right. Well, the other thing on social media, um, one thing that has been positive that people are saying, it, it uh, kitchen intimidation no more because so much posting of recipes and how to cook. Oh. More and more people are more confident in the kitchen. Oh. And that's kind of like being confident on OnlyFans. A lot of people shouldn't be. <laughs> right. But they are. Is Megan confident in the kitchen? Uh. More than a long time ago, when well, she's had to change her whole diet. The so box of fire knows. and things like that were horrifying. Box of fire? What's that? <laughs> the oven. The oven. Oh, yeah. There's a lot more confidence. Now it's time for some pee pee poo poo news. Oh, Hello, my right friends. On. Brady Bogan here with your pee pee poo poo news. Here's uh, three airplane bathroom tips from a flight attendant. 
Don't do it. Yeah, don't use it. <laughs> One typical. If you have to use, you don't have to. You are touch as with a few lock. surfaces as possible. Uh, that starts uh, with opening the door. If it's the accordion type, folds in. Push it with your foot. And you have to touch the uh, sink handles or the toilet seat. Or you got to touch the lock. Do it with a barrier. A, Use the uh, get a tissue. paper towel or oh, tissue. Yeah. Um, keep your shoes on. Oh, what I guess slob people, is doing you know, that? they take their shoes off at their seat. Because you got to let their dogs breathe. Yeah, that should be a high rule stepping on. into the bathroom. You should get thrown out if you have your shoes off on a plane. Yeah, no ball. shoot or anything. Just get out. Yeah, no, you're done. Yeah, you shouldn't be part of society you just, anymore. You just opening up the door yeah, for there him. You go. Yep. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Sprinkle some Indian artifacts on them and push them out. <laughs> and don't brush your teeth in the airplane bathroom. Oh. Don't use the water isn't filtered. The airplane bathroom for anything but urinating. That's it. What if I have to go? Then you have no control over your sphincter. You've done terrible things to your body. You can clog it up for international flights if necessary. Poop before you get on the plane. Bad news for toilet paper. What if I'm sick? Why are you flying? By the way, if you watched South Park's episode last night, it's almost like they're listening to me and doing episodes now. The whole show was about the conspiracy that toilet paper is just dry paper pushing poop all over your body. And what we need to do is wash our asses with soap and water. And like, it's a whole show about my life philosophy. <laughs> so you're going to start seeing this because it was so poignant. And his proctologist comes over to the house, bangs it over, Randy, where have you been? You haven't come over yet. You treat your hemorrhoids. And he goes, I got this new Japanese toilet. I don't need toilet paper anymore. I'm no longer walking around with feces smeared all over my butt. So my hemorrhoids are gone. And the proctologist is, that, is furious because his job's going away because it's healthier. Home Depot and the guy goes, oh, that's yeah. the Japanese yeah. toilet. Yeah. The what? You got to watch it. And then you'll sit and go, oh, my God. They, like John's theory of washing your ass afterwards because it's better. But it's a, they, they, they broke down all the statistics of how much toilet paper an American uses and what a great big business it is, which is why we don't have Japanese toilets or bidets or actually encourage people to wash their ass. Hey, go back two years. What was yeah. the biggest issue? People hoarding toilet paper. Yeah, you've yeah got to man, they got all over it. Yeah, you've got to watch this. Well, toilet paper is the latest product that could be containing environments, uh, contaminating environments worldwide with the cancer-linked PFAAS. Um, <laughs> the PFAS, polyfluoroalkyl alkyl substances that uh, are linked to cancer and other Toilet health paper issues. Gives you they found that in the United States, it, it can't blame that on goes into the water time. when it breaks down. It represents four percent of the forever chemicals going into the water. But over in Sweden and parts of it, it's up to thirty percent. Wash your ass. Again, I always tell people, what if you got poop on your arm? Would you take dry paper and wipe it off and say, that does it? <laughs> and every, oh, your butt's different. Why? In Sweden and France, like I said, they saw the figure climb to 35% and 89%. Yeah. What are your feelings on bidets? They're great. Good. They're great, but you need a dryer, and that's what toilet paper originally was, which was you're not supposed to use a ton of it, and a roll would last forever. Because the bidet did the work. 70% of the world doesn't use toilet paper. They wash with soap and water or nothing at all, which is gross. 
And then somebody made an argument with me. What about your dog? What about your dog? And my dogs don't have butt cheeks. So it's not like smearing its way out. And also, when your dog dog gets poopy butt, do you take dry towels and just wipe it off and that's good? Or do you give them a bath? No, they scoot. Do you give them a bath? No, you you say they scoot. Ronnie will tell you I have to wash them. There's a difference. (laughs) Plus, you have short-haired dogs, so it's different. Yeah, we don't. If you have a long-haired dog that gets the poopy butt, you don't take toilet paper and wipe it off. You soap and water it because decent people know that's what you do with poop. And any, anybody that argues loose. with me has feces floating all over their butt cheeks. Uh. And they're comfortable with it, and they shouldn't be. Watch the South Park last night. I felt vindicated from all the times I'm like, soap and water. Take a shower after every deuce. Bidets are great. Those Japanese toilets, once I got into the Aria and I looked at that toilet, t- ten and a half years ago I went in there. And I'm like, what's this monstrosity? And you sit on that heated seat, and it shoots that little stream into your butt and then has a dryer. You're, it's the cleanest you'll ever, and there's no soap yet. It's amazing. You get that? It's a perfect stream. It finds your butthole every what do you time. Mean yet there's no soap yet. <laughs> but there should be a little, uh, a little dispenser that goes dispenser. and shoots it's like it going in through there. a car wash. And, you know, and then you take a hey, yeah, yeah, you take a little bit of toilet paper. You dab yourself, necessary. Drop it in. You're done. Now the problem with American bidets are those, uh, you know, cheap cruddy things that tie onto your toilet. Now, yeah, is it just shoots water up your butt. And then just makes kind of mud. Only fans. And then you're still making a mess back there. Watch it's me on my bidet. Only fans. Yeah. It cleans it pretty good. I'm not listening to you. <laughs> You've been arguing with me about this for I got 20 two years. different jets. <laughs> I don't care. Left and right. I'm still not listening to you. You have the attachment? You have the, yeah. This. You have been my butthole nemesis for 20 <laughs> solid years. Oh, there's a t-shirt. Always arguing there's with me t-shirt. about washing and washing butthole nemesis. <laughs> always arguing with me about it and telling me it's not necessary. And deep down you know... All I'm saying is, wash your ass, and you fight me on it. So I'm not listening to you and your jets. <laughs> Great jets. <laughs> Good, they might be. Your ass is still filthy. <laughs> you've proven that to me with every time you've barked at me about You don't need to wash your ass after a poo. Yes, you do. This is available on eBay right now. You can buy a uh, jacket made of human flesh for $720. <laughs> Who's and fashionistas are fawning over the custom-made gory garment. Do you get to pick it? It's not real human flesh. Oh, the is... guy who's motivated that uh, the crafter, he calls him the flesh crafter, takes about three weeks to make. Um, and you can get a jacket. He can also do you a, a face. If you look at it, it's pretty. looks pretty real. There's the face. That'll mold for you. I'll just tell everybody that's pretty synthetic good. skin. The oh. jacket is this just top notch. Macabre. That looks pretty good. Seven twenty yeah. for this. You can also get a nipple necklace. It's the what? cut the areola and nipple. Oh. <laughs> it's James Gum Couture. Then uh, check out the uh, wow the jacket on this one. It actually has a face in the in, it. in the right lapel outside so, of it. Google search a guy named uh, George Parrot, Big Nose George, they called him. And you see his picture, you'll know why. He's got a huge nose. But Big Nose George, uh, George Menus uh, was also, Big Beak Parrot was his name. Um, he was a cattle rustler and a highwayman in the Wild West. In the 19th century, uh, he was an asshole, evidently. They don't even say who did it, but he got killed, and they took his skin and made shoes. And here's yeah. the shoes. Check this out. Look at that. 
Whoa. Like they made nice shoes oh, out man. of this guy's skin. Look at that, Brady. Oh, That's sure. A, yeah, they made shoes out of him. And then his face. This is Big Nose George right here. Just reading about Big Nose George the other day. Where they used to take his skin of people that they didn't like and make clothes out of it. We frown upon that nowadays. But back in uh, about 150 years ago, eh, Big Nose George was a dick. Make some calling shoes out of him. Some Big Do- Joe Nose George stores? Huh? Are you calling? No, I stores? just found some stories and it led me to Big Nose George. And a friend of mine was like, Big Nose George did this. And I looked and I'm like, wow, why'd they call him Big Nose George? <laughs> then you see a picture like, wow, why didn't they call him anything but Big Nose George? Those are some nice saddleback shoes. Made some saddlebacks out of them. They chained him up. Big Nose George was just a, an asshole of the Old West cattle rustler. And when they caught him. They domered him. And back then, that celebration of the Wild West, what Dahmer did, was criminal. Yeah. That article that about the eBay guy making the jackets and stuff, people were making comments, and then they also went down the history, and they talked about the concentration camps. Sure. You don't want to make... The lampshade yeah. was the one that was... Human skin as wall. stuff is always weird. Uh, let's get to some radio videos. I find it to be weird to have any animal skin that's real as clothing. Really? You know, and leather's a tough one for me. I don't wear leather clothes, but like leather shoes, I find it odd. And I justify it by saying, well, if it weren't for humans, there'd be no cows. So they're a product more than they are anything natural. Yeah, then when you get into the other gloves and shoes. Leather's a weird one. Because it's the only one that we're kind of like, okay, that's it's just it's the skin of an animal. It's Ostrich. very strange. Rattles. Yeah, now you're starting to get exclusive. First radio video is a Muay Thai ring. It's a little uh, eight man scramble. It looks like at least, but it's King of the Ring type of deal. I love your search terms. Yeah. Full throttle is the motto. <laughs> is the name of this one. <laughs> All right. This is a bunch of dudes just fighting in the sand. That guy finishing. Oh, he's asleep. One guy yeah. out. Guys, this guy's still up a little bit. Finish him. Lip flops. Well, wow. he's just hitting everybody on the ground. Yeah, you're going around. They put one guy down. All right, yeah. he dropped him, but then this other guy's struggling to get up. I think he's out of the fight, and he punches him out, and he's just on the ground. That guy's an asshole. That mosh pit is. Uh... <laughs> That's a modern day big nose George. Yep, gonna wear his shoes someday. Clunk. <laughs> Next one's Welcome a guy. To Coachella. Uh... Yeah, that does look like Burning Man. Douchey. <laughs> Guy's having a little cricket fun with his uh, mum. He's got his cricket bat, and mom's going to... Playing cricket with mom. Oh, mom. Bips her oh. right in the face. <laughs> you got to see it again. Yeah. Old lady. Oh, mom. <laughs> <laughs> why, is he, why is an adult playing cricket with his mother in the backyard? Oh, mom. Just takes it to the and face. And he he was aiming right for the windows anyway. Well, yeah. There's there 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 no good end here. Yeah, that guy's a moron. They're hitting towards the house. <laughs> Never hit towards the house. Unless it's the garage. Oh, he clobbers, Mom. <laughs> Next one, slow motion throw a dodgeball game. All right. This guy goes around. Oh, he's faced a chick. This is why <laughs> intramural sports are dangerous. <laughs> well, that's one of those good balls. Yeah. Oh, it's those cherry balls from P.E. when you were a kid. And this guy's sidearm nice. whips Ooh. it and faces her. See, this is why you can't play with us, ladies. You're, we're stronger than you. Boy, Even that's in, great timing because she's standing up when he throws it. This is why there's men's and women's leagues. Because <laughs> you, you start mixing and matching. Next thing you know, girl takes one off the noggin. The last one I have is an MMA fight. A couple of women. 
the girl gets knocked down, but you have to look at not only getting uh, her face rocked, but watch the leg. Oh, the leg's going. She's out. a trooper. She's down. Oh, the ankle is off, everybody. Yeah. The oh. ankle is off. Now watch. She is, is she going to get back up? She's a gamer. She's not done fighting yet. She's You're about get, to be. I'm getting the count. Like checking the leg. Wait a minute. It did stra- I'll straighten oh, it out. Back on oh. And then let's try to get back up Don't and battle. Don't do this. No. Why does it all have to be in slow motion? Oh, I know. Where's the other fighter oh. here? Watch it, the leg as she tries to Don't stand. put weight on that. Ah! 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 Oh, that's brutal. Why is he? Why is the ref still counting? Let me ask out? you this. Yeah, the, first off, the ref's on eight. This fight's over. Second, where's her team not throwing a towel on and busting down that gate? I mean, that thing is. Everybody could see that. It's dangling like a sh- an untied shoelace. That's a warrior. I love the music behind. I know it. it's perfect. Where are, where is her team? Where is the towel? Oh, pops it Man. back. Did it's we, slow motion. It happened so fast. Did we learn nothing from when Duke and Rocky were late with the towel? It killed Apollo. <laughs> yeah, the refs on eight. His hands come in on the, the five and the three. Like, dude. Wave your hands. Uh, this one's over. She's not getting back up. Every time I see an ankle like that, I think of your story about how yours just fell over. My ankle used to just pop off. A pop off? It would just pop off. I, I Could busted you put it. it back and stand oh, yeah. up? It never broke. It no. was just loose. So I would Weird. be walking on, and my ankle would just go. I'd wake up some mornings, my ankle was just hanging off my <laughs> off my. I broke my ankle so many times. Uh, playing basketball and stuff, <laughs> that I, I'd wake up and it was just hanging. And I'd reach down and it would click back in. And then my doctor told me you have to brace this every day, and you could grow the tendons are loosened, and it would just, it would just come loose. It would come off. It was gross. Dislocate, I guess, every day. If I walked on a, I was in Sedona once, and I made kids throw up. <laughs> Walking along in Sedona on one of those cobblestone little things, my ankle goes clink, rolls right out from under me. I'm standing on my ankle, my foot's upside there it down. Goes. My foot, my the sole of my shoe was pointing towards my face. Oh. And I'm just like, ah, I lay down and I lifted my foot and it's just plunk, 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 hanging. I'm like, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> and sure enough, popped it right back on. I haven't had any, knock on wood, I haven't had problems with that for years. I think I strengthened her back up. It happened snowboarding. It was the, the worst one is when I fell in the <laughs> snow, buried the front end of the snowboard, and I kept rolling. The snowboard didn't. My ankles went click, click. <laughs> Both of them in the bindings. It was terrible. All right, Brett. Uh, real mild today. Oh, oh good. No, good. there's no death. Oh, no death. This, Just a little mild. Today. Almost sometimes wish for death. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. No, no. Uh, this one is uh, just be careful what stores you break into. Okay. Always be careful of that. I think it's good. It's good. Yeah. All right. The guy's coming in through the ceiling, but there's people waiting for through him. The with vent. Sticks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're just beating him with that giant stick. <laughs> he's half hanging out of the ceiling. <laughs> he's stuck in the vent. <laughs> I would never <laughs> not shop there. <laughs> Kevin Hart is trying to rob a Taiwanese uh, grocery store. Hey, John, it's 7 o'clock. Time to go to the bodega. <laughs> it sounds like Brady trying to check out. <laughs> Play that one more time. That first scream is so worth it. I want to hear that scream again. This poor little guy. <laughs> he didn't expect anybody to be there. They were waiting with big nine-foot sticks. Those are the sta- same sticks they use to keep the ugly ladies away. You know, the ten-foot poles everybody hears about. 
Yeah, they reach the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, this one. Uh, finally, I think this guy's going to need yeah. an ambulance. Oh, uh-oh. Oh. I thought you said there was no, a no button. There's no He's doing a backflip. Oh, onto his head. Oh, he did a backflip. Failed right onto his head on the sidewalk. But Look at him. Oh, no, he's sleep. Nobody's helping him. It's just he's sleep. He did it. But look at him. Oh, no, he's sleep. I gotta hand it to him. They didn't move the body. Is that New Orleans? Yeah, is that your guy in New Orleans? Jimmy. Move him out of the way. We don't have more delays on this job. That was uh, people in the Ninth Ward, and one guy said, I can do a backflip. You ain't never done no, no backflip. Roscoe, you can't do no backflip. Don't even try. I do backflip I ain't right never done backflip, but I'll show you right now. I'm going to do a backflip. Watch this. I do a backflip. Get your camera ready. World star. Here I go. Oh, he did. Oh, he did. I thought I could do a backflip. Now I can't remember nobody's name. You can't what? I can't, I can't, who are you? <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell you guys I can do a backflip? No, no, no. We've already been through this, Roscoe. No, I can do it. Don't do it again. Maybe if the man do it the same exact way, his memory come back. My eye broke. <laughs> I busted bust my whole head. I watched this. I do a goddamn backflip. <laughs> he made it about a third of the way around before his head hit the ground. That wasn't even That wasn't even a backflip. Close. That would have been a bad... Uh, Backwards dive into a pool. Yes. <laughs> Let alone, I think he was trying to land on his feet. That wasn't going to happen. He had a lot of body to to still spin. That was a good one. I think that guy is dead, though. Yeah. I don't think that guy made it. Oh, man, he's sleeping. And by the looks of that neighborhood, he's better off uh, living, <laughs> living the way he was they living. They finished the film and left. Yeah. Well, they're not helping. <laughs> they know what to do with that. Let him sleep it off. Yeah. All right, there you go. That is your Brady Report. If you've never done a backflip, don't try today. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98. Holmberg's morning sickness. I'm seeing snow. Everybody's sending me pictures of their snowy yards. And got Apache Junction and Cave Creek's getting snow. And the Australia Mountains are covered. Uh, superstition's covered. It's beautiful. Now, melt it and go away. And somebody just emailed me and said, John, will you please quit saying the drought is over and that we've got plenty of water? Those Californians are going to come running over. You're right. We need, to, we need to. Maybe that lady I've been bitching about that was screaming about how nothing's better. Don't, don't, let, don't think this snow and rain is helping anything around here. Maybe she's on the agenda of screaming that out and making that the headline so people don't move here. Genius. No. I'm, I apologize. That is dumb of me. And those Philly people may come back, oh, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. They got plenty of water. You get out there to Arizona and have all that water. Uh, you can do that. Uh, I have uh, to our black listeners. This next segment's for just our black listeners. Uh, I didn't realize how easy this was going to be for you guys, but I'd like to put this pre- present this to you. This shocked me. The Guinness World Record for a slam dunk between your legs. You go between your legs and dunk Yeah. while you're in the air. Yep. How high do you think the basket is for that? Because a standard NBA basket is 10 feet. To go between your legs and dunk it, how high do you think the world record is? Uh, 11 Six. 11 feet, six inches. You? Now, keep in mind, 
Dominique Wilkins once dunked 13 and a half feet. Just straight up. I'll go 14. You go 14 feet. It is 10 feet 5 inches. You raise wow. the rim five, And you know who holds the record? A guy Brandy named, a guy, yeah, a guy named Piotr Grabowski. He's a Polish, some Polish white That's guy holds no one the knew record. Because no one knows about it. So yeah. to our black listeners, if you want a world record today, it's 10-5. You're going to get it. You're going to do it twice. I'll trust them, Poles. I think that happened at the All-Star Weekend. with uh, <laughs> Right. The kid, yeah. The, I think he did that. I, I just keep calling him Mac Miller. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Ivory Iverson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a basketball player in Poland broke the Guinness Book of World Records yesterday in London. He jumped 10 feet 5 inches to complete a dunk uh, after going between his legs. 10 feet 5. The rim's 10 feet. They raised it 6 inches, essentially. Do they have a video of the dunk? Yeah. I'm Is looking, he doing something, you no, know, to... I thought when they said between the legs... Oh, gotcha. Like, okay. he's reaching between his legs to dunk it at 10 yeah. 5. I'm like, well, he's flying over it, right? Nope. Like Jordan midair going up, right. up and under, yeah, yeah. It's the same. Like if you, you know, the record attempt was organized by a technology company. Maybe it's like to see if a Polish guy could do it. I would understand. Like, has a Polish guy ever dunked a ball ten five with a trick in the middle? Nope. It's the world record. The hoop was raised six inches above regulation NBA height uh, to allow Grabowski to catch more air. Uh, the record was successfully done at ten feet five inches. So. Every black guy out there listening, congratulations. You can have the record today. <laughs> There's no possible. I've watched so many. Like, I watched Ja Morant. Well, the dude that dunked and dropped his whole shoulder in you, the thing. You're better off trying that than a backflip off I a pony wall. dunked on by Skywalker in that Harlem Globetrotters game I got to play in. He jumped not only over me, but when I turned around, both of his elbows were in the rim. If he wanted to go between his legs, that would have been no problem. And he had another foot to spare. That dude could have done it. I think it's a travesty that anyone from Poland is a world record holder in anything in basketball except for most missed shots. Piotr Grabowski should not be a name we associate with dunking. The so. problem is he did it on, the, uh, on his own goal. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was after regular. It was a bad, you know, they, they managed to miss up, mess up the math and they lost by two. So I need a guy named Jackson or somebody with a D and an apostrophe in their name to go out there and give this a try today because this should be easy. How is that the world record? Like I mean, you said, no one really knew no that one that was knew. a record. Yeah. So they put it out there. It happened yesterday. Because there's no, is there a previous yeah, which was 10-3. Was it under 10-3? Oh, yeah, I mean, it had to be under 10-5. I thought they started, you know, at 9-foot. Right. I used to dunk on 9-foot rims pretty easily. We used to, That's what we played on to, to feel like real players. We played on 9-foot rims all the time and were just crushing, slamming like crazy. At my house, the Bogodoma was 8-foot 9 inches. I think it was probably closer to 8. But you probably had a... a you weren't no, we started too hard. We started at eight, then we put her up. As your friends and, grew. So, yeah. You were still probably not sky. I, I didn't sky want to go much for yeah. <laughs> right, right. Eight. Once once it hit nine Spun I'm Oh, nine was that nine was yeah. a tight one for me. I yeah. could grab a ten foot rim, but dunking it was yeah. not happening. Eight and a half prime. Yeah. I used to be real eight good foot at uh, for me. Oh, nine and a half was like like about where I'm like, I'm struggling to get the ball. To like look good going on. Uh, suddenly, I'm the Teen Wolf dunk where I'm just kind of placing it into the basket. 
like DeAndre Ayton does. He's kind of, it's kind of, he doesn't, dunk, he just lays it in there. But yeah, so uh, some Polish guy holds that record, and I find that to be an embarrassment. It's against that. Uh, it, it's just been. It's been broken. Oh, it's been. Yeah, uh, it's it, here, my phone just goes bing, 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 bing. Those are all the times it's been broken since I announced it. So I think it's just because nobody knew. And the Polish guy saw it and said, 10 5. And Even then I can do that, and I'm Polish. So does that open up to other categories, too? What do you Behind mean? the back? I don't Probably. So, yeah, look into it because if, you've ever, if you've ever wanted a Guinness Book of a Records thing and you have a D and an apostrophe in your name. Or you got this. Your name is uh, your dad and your uncle combined into one name. Duanery or whatever it is that you are going to break the record. I can't do it. But I think it's like against Newton's law for this to be held by a Polish guy. So I saw that this morning, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. 10-5. Yeah, my guys were, well, uh, the guys I were playing with were all about my height, and there were a few of them that could sky up on a 10-foot rim. Muggsy Bogues was 5-3. You could, you could put a one-hand about down? Spud Webb? Oh, Spud, Spud was 5-3. Was... Muggsy was 5-9. Yeah. No, still... no, 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 other way around. Other way it was, yeah. Spud yeah. was 5-7. Yeah. Muggsy was 5'3". Yeah, yeah, Muggsy was dunking. Somebody 5'3 can dunk. Somebody can go between the legs at 10'5", please. And there's the thing that, you know, was it David Thompson or whoever could stack quarters on the top of the yeah. backboard? Yeah. Yeah, he could grab it off the top of the backboard. Yeah. If he wanted to go between the rim and dunk while he was picking up some change, he could have done it. This is this is ripe for the picking, guys. <laughs> This is a record worth breaking. Easy peasy. Also, I want to uh, appeal to the people who are, uh, uh, well, there's a bunch of folks out there who are, uh, I guess, they have meth in their asses, like right now. As we speak, there's a good, you there's right a now? good amount of listeners right now that are carrying something in their butts. As often as I read the news and see that another person was busted in a cavity search, um, some people yesterday got caught. Well, I guess it was a couple of days ago. They were they, all they got pulled over for was running a light, and they ran a light. It was in uh, it, Florida or something, probably. Yeah, it was in Florida, <laughs> Bunnell, Florida. Uh, a routine traffic stop became a drug bust, and the girl and the guy inside. He ran the light for no reason, and they she had meth and marijuana up her butt and in her hole. And they they were just asked to exit the car, and so like, is there anything we need to know? And then of course they started acting sketchy. If you're, if you got things inside you that are illegal, just obey the, the track. I mean, just don't run lights. Don't be dumb. Go the, the speed limit or less. There's nothing more embarrassing. You become a national story. She stated uh, right there, her boyfriend ran the light, and uh, she had plastic bags, and they're like, is there anything we should know? And she immediately goes, I have drugs in a body cavity. Oh. And this is why I watch That OP. was nice. At yeah, least, at least she, she, she made it easy for him. Didn't so have then, to ask over and over. Like, do you want a man or a woman? Hang on, we'll call a woman. And then some poor lady officer had to go in there. Mining. And mine it. <laughs> in a little hat and a canary. Um, there's a nice little hack on the uh, the show about what, the mayor of Kingston. Mm -hmm. You know, they say they used to put him in uh, prophylactics and stuff and yeah. mule No, they take the, uh, you know, your food service gloves. Oh, yeah. And cut the fingers off. Yeah. And uh, the guy was breaking down the rock and putting it in there and tying it off. That's how the guys at Tony Romas used to carry the uh, meth around. 
They'd have the gloves, and they'd cut the fingers off. And then they moved it through the house, through the prison. Because they're tiny. Yeah. yeah, and they go inside of cracks easy, and they're hard to find. Well, she admitted it, and she's got it. But again, if you're driving, just a, a PSA for this morning, because I know we got a few listeners out there. There's many people that are carrying things in their buttholes, and there's much meth and, and fentanyl that's running around. I can't keep up with the fentanyl busts. Another million pills here, another million there. So I know that it's everywhere. I think this room is the only place that isn't on drugs. During the week. <laughs> weekends, you know, you I mean, uh, no, on the weekends in this room. Oh, no, I'm talking about the four oh, of us. Yeah, yeah, I don't no, care yeah, what happens here after we leave. I was going to yeah, say, after we <laughs> You think I'm paying attention to the, to McGill and, and Kelly and all them guys? You think oh, I yeah. know my man's doing it or not? <laughs> the weekenders? Of course they're on drugs. they got to escape this miserable life they've created for themselves. You think Vela wants to look in the mirror without being inebriated at some point? For God's sake. Payson's finest. Yeah. I, I don't blame him. If I was If I was him, I'd do it too. But yeah, so... If you're doing it, but there's everybody's doing it. We're the only ones that aren't. There's, there's so much fentanyl to go around. It's ridiculous. They did that one bus. They just said, oh, this would kill 5 million people. That's all of Phoenix. That's all of them. I think that was a California bus. It would kill 5 million. This one's 11 million. It's like, okay, that's Chicago. How much is getting in? But it's getting in through butts. So if you're driving along, at, at the very least, keep keep to the, obey the traffic. But if you're going to get that's busted. That's the thing. If, I, you know, if someone does a giant you know, grinds that up and does a giant zip fizz into the river or something with that fentanyl, <laughs> that powdered idea. stuff. It's trouble. <laughs> zip fizz. You made it fun. <laughs> I think it, it might dissolve in water to the point where it wouldn't be so bad. Maybe. But put in fun dip If pouches. you do see somebody hanging over the uh, overpass at Tempe Town Lake dumping a zip fizz in, <laughs> assume it's fentanyl and it was Brady's idea. <laughs> yeah. You were the catalyst for zip oh, i'm trying to get people to break dunk records you're you're zip fizz in the lakes you get beat anyway. up by a carp nothing makes sense to me anymore it's all crazy but uh yeah if you're driving around and you got stuff in your ass just obey the traffic laws it's that easy or if you're if you're gonna break the laws at least do it and be kind enough to do it in one of the cities where they film op live because at least make it entertainment for me on a friday or saturday when i got nothing to do Friday night, go driving around in AJ or Beach Grove, Where was Indiana. She in <laughs> order to be mewling. Because you got pulled over in traffic. You know, you're going somewhere that you're. You're asking maybe me. Maybe they're to visiting. Uh, get into the mine. Jail or something. I, but even still. I, I guess. Just Can't you do that in the parking lot? Can't you do it in the Circle K outside the jail? Yeah. You're going to have to carry it all the way from home. I guess you get it out of the way. I don't know. I don't get it. You're asking me to get into the mind of a of a butt mule, and I just will never, ever understand their logic. I've never once thought of using it to tote anything. <laughs> Have you? No. no. My hands are full. <laughs> I got one other option. I don't, Cell I don't, phone? Yeah, nothing. Nothing ever. I never once. Sometimes I'll use my waistband. I'll use, uh, you know, I'll put it in. Uh, I don't I, like. I never once thought of a body cavity to go I'll hang on to it with this for a second while I'm trying to unlock the door. There's been a lot of times I just put down what's in my hands for the next thing, and then I pick it all back up, but I'm not putting things in my ass. I don't carry illegal stuff around too often, or ever, really, I don't think. I don't know. I take my chances. I take my chances with it in the glove box before my ass. And if the cops, if you, because especially because she was so quick to just tell the cop in the first yeah. place, I got it up my ass. Like, What's if you're like, going to... Baby, we're going on the road just in case. Put it up your ass. <laughs> right. Like, but she was get pulled over. so fast to tell the cop, it's in my ass. I got stuff in a body cavity. If, they're gonna, if you're going to spill the beans that fast, just keep it in the glove box. 
At least it's not embarrassing. You got some lady with gloves on and her middle finger doing that hook. Oh, well, maybe she. Well, maybe she got pulled over by Rico Blaze or something yeah. and oh, wanted no. him to know. Not that, Brett. If you have the music ready, I'll kill you. Oh, he does. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here, but that sign clearly said yield. <laughs> and y'all blew through it. Now we got a couple options here. You can step out the car and let old Rigo Blaze do a little work. Or you can tell me which body cavity to search first because they all getting a good look today. Hi, Rico Blaze. Hello, Mama. Are we going to do us a little Neapolitan search? We've got chocolate and we've got strawberry and I got a taste for both. <laughs> You're an amazing policeman. Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet, baby. Because you're going to find out that in, when Rico Blaze shows up, the cops come three times. <laughs> oh, yeah. Forgot about that. I deliver my own little piece of ice cream. My partner Brady reminded me. It's a mix of vanilla with some seed in it. We call it spermone. <laughs> You have the right to remain sexy, bitch. Anything you say or do will be held against my dick. Do you understand your rights or would you like a lawyer right now? Let me give you one more option, baby. You can have a lawyer or a psychiatrist because I'm about to blow your mind. Rico, please. What's my badge number? Zero, 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 sixty-nine. I'm clipped, girl, so my spermone is seedless. You won't feel a thing in those teeth. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Why did you do that? <laughs> he loves Rico. He loves Rico's Rico Blaze, the best officer in Arizona history. What was his uh, name on Instagram, sir? Dick some deep or something, something like, like that. that. I don't know. So I'll see <laughs> if I can find it again. Deep something. I don't remember what it is. Anyway. Yeah, if you're going to get pulled over, at least get pulled over by Rico Blaze and have that cavity search be fun. Spermoni. Brady's breaking out. <laughs> Flavors no one knows. It's a vanilla with a little seed in it, right? Spumoni. I think it's a vanilla strawberry chocolate, too. It is? Yeah. I thought that's just Neapolitan. I thought Spumoni was the one that had the little flakes of some other flavor in them it's like a white it's good stuff though it's an italian ice cream anyway thanks brady spumoni <laughs> i can't eat spumoni did you see the did you see the quote here uh-uh. and i don't know if this is legit or not but there's the quote phoenix cop investigated for making disturbing porn as rico blaze while on duty he said i create art and my dick is the pen my eggplant, <laughs> emoji. Put an eggplant emoji for that <laughs> i create art my dick is the pen It's more accurate than we knew. <laughs> anyway, that's enough of that. Got a text from Judge. He's already going after the record. He's like, oh, I'm going to get it done. Yeah, it's a uh, 10-5. Don't dunk record. Just between, just film it and then measure the basket. 10-5 is nothing. Is Judge White? No. Who? Oh, Judge, I know yeah. Judge. He's 5'3". He's not doing this. <laughs> He's going for it. He's half Asian. He ain't getting this thing. So put it down, Judge. <laughs> Go put your ninja headband on and get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> judge ain't gonna get that done. I know, Judge. 
Uh, it's eight fifty six. We got Fanduel bets coming up. I missed thirty nine thousand dollars last night by an assist. The, the dude for uh, for the Charlotte Hornets had five, and I had him for a six. Hit fifteen other legs in this thing with Doug Hopkins and I. We went in on this one, and 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 the last minute of the game. Uh, dude shoots the ball three times and then makes one pass to a guy streaking down the center of the court. Dude frying pan hands it right out of bounds. I'm like, that would have been a dunk. That was our sixth assist. We missed it by an assist. 39 grand. I missed my $400,000 right. yeah. four-leg parlay by four. I missed my four grand. Guess what we're still four, doing? Four bets? Still chasing, boys. <laughs> missed it by four legs? He's over four. Oh, four legs. Yeah. Well, because every one of them was ridiculous. We're chasing again? We're chasing. Uh, we, we're chased till we I end. got no options. We're chasing, boys. <laughs> uh, we'll do some chasing on FanDuel next. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98. Holmberg's morning sickness. Hi, Richard. <laughs> I like when that guy acknowledges you. <laughs> Richard's here. Hi, Richard. Uh, we haven't heard from him. That was back in uh, September of 2020 when we got our high Richard. Right. Hi, Richard. <clears throat> anyway. On the fireside uh, chats. And we're all just kind of slowed down a little bit because Eric's Family Barbecue just dropped off delightful foods. I crushed my elote already. Oh, yeah. You give me street corn and I'm going to make love to it. A little anger in the building. What does that smell? Oh. It smells like corn and cheese. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. called elote. It's called love is what it's called. You're smelling love. Whew, it is overpowering. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing you didn't get any. Was that Paul Marshall? Yep. Screaming and yelling about that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Paul. If you had better relationships with restaurants, they'd bring you food. <laughs> Which is surprising. <laughs> no, it's not. No? No, but he yells too much. Oh, okay, yeah. No question that re- the restaurants look at him and go, he's a nice bill, but man, the tolerating factor. <laughs> uh, Eric's Family Barbecue brought us some amazing stuff this turkey thing anthony hit me last night he goes you like heat like i can keep it hot baby what are you talking about and he said no i'm gonna add some spice to your turkey it's ridiculous it's so good not necessarily the best thing i put in my body to start the day (laughs) Uh, but man oh man he gave me some turkey it's a turkey uh breakfast burrito and he added a little something to it last night i asked him to make me a hot link breakfast burrito and it's a smoke show. It's amazing. It's yeah. Look at that Andy Reid yeah. face of yours. <laughs> it's legit. <laughs> yeah, he says, uh, where did he ask me? He goes, can you handle a little heat in your aioli? And I'm like, excuse me? I don't know what that means, but you bring it, bitch. <laughs> and then we fought for a minute. And we're like, no, 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 your food. And I'm like, okay, so it's good. So Eric's Family Barbecue, uh, they gave me this, but I think we've done our jobs. Because just in our voices alone, right. it sounds like somebody's pleasured us under the table. Now hurry up. I want to get back to eating. Stop into Eric's Family Please. Barbecue. They have fall-off-the-bone juicy barbecue ribs. Brisket is king. Meat, mesquite, repeat. And if anything says, I love Eric's Family Barbecue, it's that. <laughs> Eric's Family BBQ, simply the best barbecue in town. Thank you for bringing us that delightful breakfast. I only had like three bites of it. The thing's huge. It's delightful, though. Uh, it's time to chase, boys. We are uh, we are in chase mode. I am going to constantly keep us in chase mode until one of us knocks this down or football season starts again. That's how long we're in chase mode. Each of our bets have to hit a plus 5,000 in order for us to start getting some of our money back. One damn assist away on a $100 bet last night with Doug Hopkins. We went 50s on it. And uh guy didn't have his assist. Five out of six. We had every other leg, so it's very close. So chasing again. 
today in our fun chase bets uh, have to be plus 5,000. Toledo, I want you to go first. Give it to me. Your four-leg parlay that puts you at plus 5,000 in the money. I put uh, mine together, and it's plus 5,755. Good one. So $585 payout on my $10 bet. I've got Madison Bringle on the money line to win her tennis match. Yeah. Her, I think. Is that a woman? <laughs> they. They. That's a Thanks, safe. Brett. Safe for that <laughs> Safe one. Uh, I've got Rodrigo to Ooh. be an anytime goal scorer in the Real Madrid-Barcelona match. I hear he's good. That's what I've heard, too. It's why I bet him. Uh, Nashville Preds on the money line against the Florida Panthers tonight in Florida. And the Sixers on the money line against the Dallas Mavericks tonight in Dallas. And that Ooh. pays... Five eighty five. All right, that's a solid one right there. Good luck with your five hundred dollar win, Brady. You were a bit. I was four plus four hundred thousand yeah. last week. I'm scaling it back a little bit. Well, you you have pussy. To. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with Brad. <laughs> you wimped out. If you jump out of the gates chasing at four hundred thousand and you lose, you need to be at five hundred thousand. Yeah, I well, I scaled back. I'm a plus twenty seven thousand two hundred seventy nine. Okay, um, big bet. I've got sure John Rom to win the Arnie Palmer Palmer Golf tournament this weekend he's been winning a lot yeah uh kareem benzema anytime goal scorer at the real madrid barcelona and i've got the diamondbacks on the money line spring training beautiful and paul george to score the first basket against you know that's where your money comes in why do they put first baskets are are tough i don't know i don't know brett what do you got i'm a degenerate i'm 27 i'm a degenerate i went to spring training so did i yeah all right so i got uh Who's that? Oh, Hubert Horcats. <laughs> yes. Uh, to win. That's plus thousand. What uh, sport is that? Tennis. Oh, I think it's tennis. Yeah. Is, he, is he playing Horcats? Is he playing Toledo's Bay? Dejanovic or something? Oh. No. Oh. Okay. Uh, then I went over to darts Smart. and uh, Dimitri Vandenberg, uh, and I oh, took the, the black. Co- He's a lefty. Yes. Yeah, I took the Blackhawks to win tonight on the money line and the White Sox to win today on the money line. Strong. And that's uh, plus 10200 Good chase. Wow, Go get yourself $1,000 yeah. for 10 bucks. Yes, and it doesn't hurt you to lose oh. a sawbuck on that one. I, too, have uh, dabbled in the Dimitri Vandenberg world. There you Uh-oh. go. Dimitri Vandenberg taking on Chris Doby in darts. <laughs> and Classic I bet, match. I bet the word new. What's that mean? Well, uh, know that both players throw two or more 180s. I got to figure no. out what that 180 means. It means they get 180 points in your three throws. In three throws. Yeah. So 360. So, so you three, get, oh, three, three, 20. Three yeah. triple 20. Or, yeah. So you get 180 right? points. Yeah. I don't know. But you get your 180 on that thing somehow. So I bet that no, neither of them will do it two or more times each. Uh, I also bet that the Diamondbacks will beat the Dodgers today. Straight up. Who knows? Spring training. Uh, and then I went right to the Sixers and Mavs game. Luka Doncic doesn't miss. I made so much money last year off of Jay Crowder hitting the first shot of a game. Right. Luka, I've been watching a little Mavs stuff. He shoots everything. The first quarter, the guy scores 15 points a quarter to start games. The first quarter, he's a shooting machine. The first, So I got him scoring the first basket. And also... Uh, what is that? Plus what? I don't know what that one is individually. Okay. But Luka having 35-plus uh, points tonight as well because he's got to score against the Sixers. Wow. Otherwise, they're going to get drubbed. Minus uh, plus 7,052. A little on the light side for you. I would have expected Chasing. Mine was 5,000 last week. If you give me a $5,000 now, you give me a $5,000 barrier or 5,000 point, I'm going with that. Nice. Seven's a little high, actually. So I win uh, $715 on a $10. What was the plus on your 15-legger last night? Plus 39,000. 
thousand. We missed it by an assist. <laughs> and the guy had it. Like he he passed it. He uh, the assist. Hey. He he tossed her over. It was uh, Terry Rozier, and he had five assists at the end of the game. Doug calls. Well, what do we got? What do we got? How's our bet? I'm like, it's great right now. I said, this dude's got four assists. We need two more, and I think we need a three pointer from Booker. And I was wrong. We already got it. So Booker was covered. And so he goes to make this pass, and he passes it to uh, uh, I forgot the guy, Mike Williams. And Williams just like somebody cut his hands off right as the pass was being thrown, just punches it out of bounds for no reason at all. Oh. It would have been a dunk. I think he got excited because he had a wide open key. Would have been a sixth assist. Then Rozier gets the ball two more times and shoots threes. Ah, didn't pass. And I'm like, oh, kept you glued the whole game though. Oh, was that, well, I was glued to that one anyway. But man, oh man, was I excited! I was by the end of the game, the Suns had it wrapped up. I'm cheering for. The Hornets to do amazing stuff. Almost. It was plus 39,244. Son of a. But Doncic getting the first basket is, uh, where is that one? First basket, Luka is uh, plus 430. So even a $10 bet gets you 43 bucks. You oh, it's so much fun to chase. Chasing is the best part of gambling because, you know, it's the only way back in the game, baby. <laughs> Yeah, when you're betting just takes darts, one, man. <laughs> just need this one, man. So long as you're not betting rent money and you're having a good time, you've spent $10 on dumber stuff. In fact, I spent $10 twice this week in our uh, Hubbard bodega downstairs on M&M's and a Coke. Oh, easy. And never once did those M&M's and Coke say, hey, if we do something special, Here's a little something I'll give you $700 for this. <laughs> what so if they did? I'd buy M&M's and Coke every day. Oh, uh, it's nine twenty-seven. There you go. FanDuel. You get your bets and all the stuff in on that. Thursday nights on TNT, the NBA, get uh, your no-sweat bet. You don't lose. No-sweat parlay. Yeah, you just you take a bet. Free bet's back. And it'll give you free money if you win and yep. nothing if you lose and doesn't now take you it. you got to spend that free bet in like seven days, but right. you're going to do that easy. Especially if you're betting on tonight's game. Yeah. Uh, you're chasing. No, chase with us. Chase with us. It's fun. Uh, FanDuel, making the world better. Thank you. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Holmberg's morning sickness. Thursdays. Rolling right along as we get ready to get out of here and make room for Larry. Oh, Larry. Uh, Larry will be here in just a second. But before he gets here, it's time for us to uh, have the entertainment drill. And that's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com. The home of Tactical Black Self-Defense Training. I've told you about it a million times. tell you about it even more. Uh, it's time to get out. After that breakfast I just had, oof. That toilet's going to need self-defense for me. I, I pushed that. That was a an early haul. Man, is that stuff good. But uh, if you can't, uh, if you can get off the toilet and go work out, because I'm going to have to do that now, too, uh, the only place to do that and have some fun doing it is at React Defense. I know everybody goes through their workout programs and start getting bored with whatever they're doing. Jogging's a drag. Mountain biking's fun, but after a while, it becomes like, well, am I going to go here? It doesn't become a habit. It's not a day-to-day thing. If it is, good for you. If you found that habit you love, good on you. Most of us haven't. Uh, I have. It's the the tactical black stuff up there. You get out there as many times as you can. It's never the same. You don't get bored going through the same routine over and over. You learn something every time you go and uh, just work. Um, hundreds of calories just falling off your body every time you get out there. They have uh, great classes for everybody in any kind of shape you're in. And plus, we've been talking about this all week, uh, the Silver Sheepdog. If you want to bring your mom or dad out there, you know, somebody's a little older, 65, you know, sitting out there and walking around, going to the Safeway. They always come back. You know, a person in the parking lot eyeballed me and I told them because, you know, your parents will mouth off. Oh, yeah. 
And so the best thing you can do is teach them, you know, you de-escalate this and put a little, uh, you know, smarts in your pocket. Uh, Silver Sheepdog's available. You want to bring mom out there? You want to get dad involved? If you're of that age and you don't like to talk about it, and you're like, you know what? You are more vulnerable, whether you like it or not, with your brittle, weak bones than most of us normal human beings. So uh, it's a great program. It's for everybody. It doesn't matter how old you are. You're part of society. You're going to need something in your back pocket to take care of you and the things you love the most around you. They'll teach you all that. ReactDefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black Brady. Entertain me. You remember the uh, Super Bowl a couple of weeks ago? Um, yeah, I'm familiar with it. I've yeah. heard of it. Yeah. You remember how slippery it was in the second the field. half? Yeah. I think it was the entire time, but it really kicked in the second half. Yeah. George Toma is a groundskeeper who either prepared or advised every single Super Bowl field. They call him the sod father. Wow. And George says they watered the hell out of the grass on Wednesday and rolled it into a stadium and covered it with a tarp. But what they should have done was let it dry out in the sun first. So wait a minute. In was, addition to being slippery. But you said he was an advisor or actually participating in every Super Bowl. Yeah. So where was he here? Here he is now uh, basically. Uh, now he's just a hindsight dick who goes, I would have done it different. Well, he told Ed Mangan was the guy who was charged. He was the field director who used to work under George. And he says, um, I told him. Um, you know, in addition, in addition to being slippery, it also started to rot and emit a foul odor. That's when you know it's the grass too wet. Stunk, right. They also didn't sand the grass enough and sanded it too late. Oh, and he boy. told Mangan that, uh, but he just didn't. Like, I got an old man. So he's Captain Hindsight. Because George is 94. Oh. He's not Captain Hindsight, but they're not going to listen to the old Captain. man. He is a little Captain Hindsight saying, and I told him so, too. He should have said that the day after. Yeah. Two weeks later, you just sound like a bitter old man who didn't get the job. Well, he told him beforehand. How do you know? That's what he said. Yeah, it's 94. Of course he did. Him. Captain Hines. Said, I was... He probably calls him every five minutes. And also, it needs more jelly beans. All right. Quit calling. I told him, Brady, I did. And they don't listen to an old man. I know, George. I told him to wear bow ties while they did the grass, too, because God likes that. You don't know. That a 94-year-old man will call you every three minutes with a suggestion. If he gets four or five right, those are the only ones he talks about. And then I told him to wear onions on the belts because grass grows straight up when you're wearing an onion. And you do. But they did, did they listen? No. Sounds like Pat McMahon. You listen yeah. to the sod father. <laughs> Maybe it is Pat McMahon. You know, good grass just finds me. <laughs> Should have called Captain Super out. I could have, I could have, Brett's right, I could have gone over there and given my expertise. Because one thing old people do is hand out information and advice at an unreasonable clip. <laughs> after a while, a 94-year-old man's advice might be right, but you stop listening after the 13th suggestion. Yeah, yeah, got it. You need to you need to lose three pounds, eat a moon pie. Oh God, will you go away? Thanks, pops. And then put dirt on the grass. What's the key to long life? Whiskey? Yeah, they always have an answer. You never you know what old people never do? I don't know. They never say that. They always got an answer. Why? How did you make it to 104? Twinkies were the first thing, and they took Twizzlers and they shoved them in my ass not in the seventies. You will have something probably always. that you do every day. Right. And the if you I know, live to 104, Diet Coke, baiting. baiting and Diet Coke. I, I drink loads and loads of diet soda, and I masturbate, you know, like like my life depends on it. 
Jenna Malone revealed <laughs> <it> does. <laughs> that she was sexually assaulted by someone she worked with on the final Hunger Games movie back in 2015. But then she added uh, she was grateful for the film and the friends that she met on the set. Except that one guy. Yeah. I don't want a victim shame because I know it's dangerous. But if you're going to go to the press with I was assaulted, name names or keep it to yourself. Because either protect people from that person. Yeah, or because shut it, your it mouth. continues on. Right. Because my problem with, I was assaulted on it, but I'm not going to say from who. You're allowing that person to go on. So best to just shut up because all you're doing when you say that, in my opinion, is, will someone please feel sorry for me? Like, I don't, wanna, I don't want a big stink about it, but I definitely want some attention. And I'm sorry it happened to her if it in fact happened. But if you're going to go out and say, I was assaulted, it was tragic, it was terrible, well, who did it? Oh, I'm not going to say. Well, that person's allowed to keep doing it then. Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't name names. We still didn't know. And it's like, all right, it, after a while, you're like, I don't think it happened. Because you're so mouthy about it, but you're unwilling to turn that person in. Costumed so, is- I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Well, then why did you bring it up in the first place? Because you've narrowed it down to where we can start picking people that it might be and might destroy a life that we shouldn't. Costume designer Ruth E. Carter has been working with Angela Bassett for more than uh, 25 years. And uh, earlier this week, she paid tribute to Angela at the Costume Designers Guild Awards. It's Trey's mom. She said, <laughs> I, can, I can think of two numbers that haven't changed in 25 years. Furious is My mom's phone number <laughs> and Angela Bassett's measurements. Yeah, she looks great. I'll have a cafe au lait. Ooh, cafe au lait. Look at you. <laughs> Fun <Furious> styles. <laughs> well, we have this to do something about Trey. He wants to live with me. <laughs> I've been there for that boy the entire time. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I got to watch that movie again. I saw the trailer to this. He made me get movie. cafe au lait. That was I, the first time I ever had Is cafe au lait was because of Furious Styles. No. I got to get one. I got a mint too, one. It's terrible. Oh. I'll have a cafe au lait. Well, and I think I ordered cool, it. So. Oh, he was everything you'd ever wanted from Furious Styles. I'll have a cafe au lait. You know how many nameplates I would have if my name was Furious Styles? And you saw it on his desk at his office, in his house. Furious would be written everywhere. A trailer just came out for The Blackening. Uh, it's a Juneteenth getaway that turns deadly. It's by Tim Story. He did Ride Along, uh, Think Like a Man, Barbershop. Looks pretty funny. You can't play the trailer. There's some. Yeah, there's a lot of cursing. It didn't look so bad. I watched it yeah. this morning. Um, Priscilla Presley will voice herself in an animated series called Agent Elvis, which is Elvis Presley as is a secret government agent. Matthew McConaughey will voice the interesting Elvis. That'll be fun. Um, other people involved: Caitlin Olson, Johnny Knoxville, Niecy Nash, Caitlin Jenner, Tom Kenny. Don Cheadle. Wow. That's an expensive cartoon. Yeah. They're going after it. Netflix money. You'll like this. These are celebrities that have seen or communicated with ghosts. Keanu Reeves. When he was little, he and his nanny saw a jacket wave through a doorway without a body. Couldn't believe what I'd seen. Whoa. Megan Mullally. She said the ghost of Nicole Brown Simpson would make noises, but stopped her after Nick Offerman watched her. 
the People versus O.J. Simpson American Crime Story. They were living on the property of a house that O.J. had rented. That's right. We're doing, uh, Brady, hello, Twitter world. Hello. Where's Chris. this bitch at, this ghost, Nicole? <laughs> I got work to do. <laughs> I didn't know that bitch was still, she's going to rat me out. <laughs> Find that girl. I've been looking for the real killers, but uh, if the ghost bitch is floating around, I got trouble. Uh, give me that address real quick, Brady. Cause I you got to, it, Juice. Take care of this little Nicole Brown Simpson problem that's come back. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Tell Megan Mullally she next, too, for mouthing off. Anybody, just let this be a warning to all y'all. If you run into the ghost of Nicole Brown Simpson and she starts talking, and then you start talking, I'll find your ass. The ghost is going to be tough, but you ain't going to make it. So, anyway, I'm just saying. Kate Hudson says she and her mom, Goldie Hawn, can feel spirits. Cher said that she loves ghosts and that the ghost of Sonny Bono plays tricks on her quite often. There's conspiracy with your sod father story, by the way. Uh-oh. He was a Chiefs fan. I got two emails in a row. There you go. The main story was that he grew up working with the Chiefs directly. There was a conspiracy that the slippery sod, the Eagles players, were the ones dealing with it at halftime. The Chiefs never changed their shoes, so they were either tipped off or knew about this beforehand. Also, yeah, the- another email. Remember the old commercial where the old man's painting the end zone and paint chefs? That's <laughs> evidently to make fun of him. Is that right? That's what this guy said. I don't know if that's real, but it makes sense. He made his name in the 70s by doing the the Royals field. So he was the guy that did... It was turf, wasn't it? Not not when they changed it over. Oh. So when they first changed it over, he did both stadiums at at Arrowhead and at the Royals stadium. No kidding. That's how he made his name. The last little thing is Justin Bieber canceled his entire Justice World tour. Wonder why. Ink just dried on the two hundred million, and they're like, "Why? Why would I need to?" Tour? I don't think he wants to entertain you guys. Anymore. No, I think he took his money and is banging Haley Bieber until she expires, and then he's just going to check out. I don't blame. Him. Where's the problem? I'm starting to admire Bieber quite a bit. He got famous at like fourteen, exploded with it, became the superstar, sold it. Doesn't really want to go out. He's got that smoke show of a wife. Good on him. Had the health problems last year. Got through it. You need to kiss your wife on both sides of her face, Brady, and then go outside, put ammonium sulfate on the grass. You got it, Sob Tap dance, get an Indian, and roll them around. Please stop calling, Sob Father. You don't know. You don't see with your slippery turf, you dicks. The Sob Father called again. Now what do we have to do? Evidently, everybody has to throw Kit Kat bars on the field. Misdialed the Cod Father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. The Godfather. I'll Oops, tell you what sorry to do, about boy. That. I tell you what you should do is put some fish guts out on that guy. <laughs> oh, no, we called the Godfather. That's a bad idea. Uh, we're done. That's it for us. You guys are done with Thursday morning. Tomorrow's Friday already. Holy smokes. Larry's coming up next. He's got uh, some U-Fest tickets I think he's going to give away. More information about uh, the Metallica stuff, which I think left people feel uninspired. John, huge Metallica fan. What do you think of the new one? Yeah, same. Kind of, it seems like a middle of the album song. Eh. Not necessarily something I'm going to run to if darkness had a son. Go ahead. John Gordon, everybody. He needs to lose the word temptation. He says it an awful lot. Way too much, and he used it in the last album as well. You and I are going to talk off the air because the main riff is a ghost song, and I can't place it. Interesting. 
We'll find it together because you're good at that. Uh, that's it. Uh, John Gordon will puppet the Larry McFeely show. That's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a great Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Morning Sickness. So long! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness podcast brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.